captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. It's producer Kelly back discussing season three, episode 12 of New Girl, Basketball. Joining me are the best best friends since Coach and Jess, yours, mind, and of course each other's, Allie and Akiva. Hello, welcome to NGOG. You know, that sounds pretty nice only because I think, Keeve, I haven't talked to you in like a, a weeks, so I'm willing yeah. to let that slide. <laughs> yeah, the only the only good part about us not talking for the last few weeks is like you had given me a Netflix password recently, like a couple weeks ago. I really barely had to scroll up to get it, you know, in our in our chat. So that that was. Well, you still ask me if for we it. never if we never speak again, <laughs> it's just right there it's for next time. Um, I have some value to your life. That's good to know. Or my mom has because it's her Netflix mm-hmm. password. Shout out to the Jew. Thank you, uh, Kelly. We're thrilled to have you back. Thrilled. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I normally would take that as sarcasm from someone, but I believe you. You are the most dedicated. You're the most dedicated person to this podcast, including myself and Akiva. No question. I loved that. I think it was last week when I think it was last week you were saying some some shit about the podcast. I forget if we're allowed to swear here. Whoops. Um, You were saying you're the producer. You you tell us. I say yes. Um, (laughs) And then. Akiva, under his breath as usual, says something like, you're making Kelly sad. Because <laughs> he knows that I live for this podcast. Like, I have nothing else besides the thing that I'm trying not to talk about every second of this podcast. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a big day for you. Actually, I was with a, a another person from Kansas City who you know, Kelly, from our law school class today. Uh-oh. And he was and, like, and I was they... wearing. Yeah. Sorry. No, please tell me more. He was like, I was wearing a Chiefs hat, and I got, like, fist bumped by, like, six people everywhere I went. And, of course, you knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, it's, yeah. When, when the season's over, I'm going to have nothing but this podcast. So, you guys, you got to stick with me here. <laughs> Kiwi, how are you doing? It's I'm not doing great. for you. Perk up, It friend. feels like it's been a while since we recorded this. I don't know if we skipped a week. I don't know what happened, but it's been a while. It no, does feel like it's... Long been a long time i think we did like a saturday because you're stateside ah okay or we did a saturday night when i was at my mom's post shop is saturday night Mm -hmm. and i missed and i missed two episodes ago so we've really only spoken once in the last like month basically how'd the wedding go i feel like the audience needs the uh the recap okay uh first of all someone no showed big slap in the face to the whole mishpacha i didn't get an invitation I, Chester didn't get an invitation. He came. Well, Chester has no standards, apparently. <laughs> My fr- Well, he has some standards. Is Will I get the coronavirus at this wedding? <laughs> has he? Well, I don't know if it was from the wedding, but but he did get it. Um, the, Wait, he, oh, he has I mean, the coronavirus? He's fine. He definitely fine. got it from the wedding. No question. Nah, I mean, he went straight to a Knicks game afterwards also. Like, there's lots of places. Yeah, but you got to wear it. a mask at the Knicks game. That's a good point. And masks, as famously, work 100% of the time. Um... I think that, especially when we're you don't a, we're a pro mask podcast. Yeah. We are pro mask, but I'm just saying. Like, no, you're not just saying anything. You have a super spreader event, and now you're anti mask. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. I, my friend Andrew came. My friend Hemi came. Everyone came, but you. 
<laughs> okay, so all your friends were there. This was already decided on last pod that Allie wasn't coming. Keith, you can't give her crap posts. I never even pretended to come. I never even considered it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad um, you had a yeah, nice time. It was it was it was very nice. Um, a little sad. Not all my family was there, but I got to bring my my uh, bigger girls. And nope, um, try again. What does that mean? <laughs> Your older children. <laughs> bigger girl. I brought my bigger girls. <laughs> my bigger girls, you know? <laughs> There's going to be the ones. people who are listening to this just for me and are like, Kelly, why are you on the podcast with this creepy man? Are there a lot of people <laughs> listening just for you? Yeah, like your whole fan base like... is going to listen to this? But like someone likes you enough to listen to this podcast because you're on it, but not when you beg everyone to listen every other episode. <laughs> yes, it's like a very precisely. specific type of person. Yeah, it's like my brother. He listened, okay. to, listened to the last one for the five minutes, and he's like, that was it. I was out. And I was like, well, I tried. We love to, to hear that. Wedding. We're not going to his <laughs> wedding, right, Allie? <laughs> Maybe if I get a formal invitation. Uh-huh. Um, so while Kelly's brother, if, if you're out there and you listen to five minutes of last week's episode, or you're saying, oh, the last one you were on, Kelly. The last one I was on. Okay, well, Keeve, you don't know this, but the last episode that we were on, that Kelly uh-huh. listened to, <laughs> you were typing, like, a dissertation. What was going yeah, on? It was, And I edited a lot of it out. You know <laughs> you what? It's a like, different computer, so I, I, I don't Are you know normally typing them? Are you writing? What no, are you doing? No, but I don't know what I was doing. I, I Maybe I had some, like, family issues that we were taking care of. It's crazy because right I couldn't typing. hear it on the, like, and then I was editing it, and I was like, I edited, I jumped in from the editing room, like, I apologize. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. All right, here. I put my, can I tell you, like, the most disgusting pig thing I've ever done? I need you in, like, a straitjacket when you do this podcast. No clicking, no typing, I'm sitting no on, ordering on food. my typing hand right okay. now. I'm on you, my wait, you type hand. with one hand. You really are Ed in this episode. <laughs> well, if I'm lying on a bed, you can't really, have, like, how would you type with two, and I'm on my hotel bed. So oh my god! I, I knew got. It. I knew I, you were lying down. That's what I was hearing. I freaking knew it. I'm like sort of sitting up, but I'm not. Oh, no, you're lying full. I'm not because I'm like falling down. off the bed. Well, I'm like in such a corner that I'm like literally falling off the bed. But so I, That's I a had, sight. I, no one needs a picture. I had like I had worked a long day and I ordered food. This is like a few days ago, and I I had put like a lot of stuff on the desk here. So I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to, like, lay out a towel on the bed, and I'm going to eat on the bed, like, under this giant towel. But then, like, it didn't work as well as I wanted. <laughs> so then there was, like, food in the bed. Um, and anyway, I, was, I thought, like, oh, this is probably rock bottom. There's, like, just, like, tons of food in this bed. And luckily, the nice lady came, and, uh, and I have, like, brand new sheets now. But... That was uh, that was my like barnyard animal behavior for. Can I ask you a question? Because I'm ignoring yeah. this whole story, Kelly. I mean, I'll, I'll if you'd like to reply to that. No, I have no. I have nothing to say. To that go ahead, Ellie. <laughs> no notes. No um, notes. You're staying. How long are you staying in the hotel? Me. Yeah. I don't know, like thirty something days. What do you What do you tip after a thirty day hotel stay? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, it's also COVID. It's a little different. Like, I don't know how much people are cleaning your room. And also, it's tricky. Like, I don't know if it's the same person every time I never see them because I'm not here. Okay. This is actually shocking to me because, so, when I stay in a hotel, and I'm only saying shocking because, like, I I don't know that everybody does this because I've stayed at hotels with friends and they're like, oh, you do that? So, I'm not judging you. But when I stay in a hotel, I give a certain amount of dollars per day and I leave it just on the nightstand. And I but leave. Who's getting I don't, that? Like, see the, the person who's coming that day is the person getting it. But they, okay, they, they and they have a. Pro- I mean, like, 
I guess know, it evens out, right? That's what it is. Like, so I leave nothing because it might not get to every single person. I'm just person thinking. I don't me. know. I don't know. I know when I went to Mexico, I remember like hearing that the hotel workers did not get a lot of money, so like leaving a very big tip. Um, but I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I really hadn't thought of it. It's a good thing you mentioned it. Can you remind me in a month? Yeah, Allie, I'm really glad you said that because this truly, that snapped me back to going to hotels with my family growing up. And I remember very specifically watching my dad take money out of his wallet and put it on the bedside stand. But as an adult, I don't stay in hotels with my family. So I have not thought about that concept in years. So I need to, not that I was ever traveling or, you know, law school, whatever. I don't make any money, so I can't travel. But this is really good. Yeah, guys, tip tip the hotel workers, especially if they're cleaning your And tip program. your lawyers, guys. Tip your, <laughs> tip your white shoe attorneys. <laughs> no, Kelly's a good person. I, I, uh. I'm a legal aid lawyer. We don't make any money from anywhere. It's fine. I don't need tips. Just, you know, everyone document all of the behavior. That's tip enough for me. <laughs> tip your lawyer. Meanwhile, the Jew just texted me. Did your friend sign into Netflix again from Virginia? I don't mind. Just want to make sure. She, I forgot. Last I'm still week she in Virginia? In, she came in and said, I think Netflix has been hacked. I was like, I literally just gave it to Akiva. And she was like, but yeah. it says Virginia. I think it's a coincidence. I think it's been hacked. I was like, it's not been hacked. <laughs> they hacked. They watched one episode of New Girl and they signed out. Wait, did you watch two episodes of New Girl? No. When you're going in, whose account are you using? Uh, Lasher. Okay, because I opened New Girl today, and it was on the next episode, and I was—I found that curious. It probably rolled over for me, and then I stopped, like that second. No, like that's the like, next next episode. Oh, that's what it must have rolled over for you when you mm, watched it. I'm Mary Kate and Ashley back seen at those it. In a while. Back at it with my magnifying glass. All right. Anyway, this podcast has been hacked, Kelly. We're here to talk about, as you said, basketball. Air January fourteenth, two thousand fourteen. Uh, what are you doing here? Why this episode? I mean, you and Akiva and the listeners probably have already guessed that I am here because this episode is largely about someone who is so psychotic as a sports fan that they literally cannot have a relationship with anyone else based on anything other than that sports fandom. And wow, what a wonderful time for me (laughs) to be here on a podcast talking about that when my Kansas City Chiefs just played the most insane game of all time. We didn't know that when I was booked on this pod. Uh, We just knew that I was a sports psycho. Uh, before so that I I love this episode and and I relate so much to coach and Nick's behavior in it so I wanted to come chat with you guys about it and I thought maybe Keeve Keeve and I would have a fun mess around here and you'd be like sports whatever I'll I'll just uh, hop on the Boston train when I marry into that family so so that's a great point uh a vicious attack but a very fair point mm-hmm. you know what's interesting is like my sports loyalties though do run very deep despite the fact that I don't care at all because oh. I care more about, um, like, spite and, and competition. Mm. So I don't know any – I probably couldn't name a player on, like, the Jets roster right now. But, like, I could never root for the Giants. Right. Interesting. Your, your thing is more against the Giants than the Patriots, even though the Patriots are in your division. I understand that. But, like, Keeve, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, I feel like the Jets can't even worry about the Patriots. It's true. It would be like – you're, we're worried about our neighbors, not like the billionaire down the road, you know? Like, it's like so not our concern. We can't yeah. even talk to them. Mm-mm. It's why Northwestern has, like, no rival, because, like, nobody wants to talk to us. Right. Maybe Rutgers on a good day. That would be, like, a th- f- five-year-old rivalry. 
Yeah. I guess that makes sense why I hate the Patriots so much then. It's not because they're divisional rivals, but because they're conference rivals. And I lived in Boston, and they were so cruel to me. Your friend who was getting high fives down the street, um, I lived in Boston when the, the year the Chiefs went 2-14, and 14, and they were so cruel to me. I was like, listen, I'm just out here being a fan, even though they're terrible. Everyone just leave me alone. So, yeah. All of the sports rivalry stuff, like, I'm very into in this episode. But, Allie, would you pretend to like a team for somebody or no? No. I mean, not look, Like a random team. Like, not, not, not a hated team. I wouldn't pretend. I would get into it. Like, I'm just looking for a team, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, I like watching football. So, like, I would be happy to root for a team to, like, watch it, watch football every week and root for the team. I wouldn't pretend to mm-hmm. like it. Like the Carolina Panthers. You'd be all on, all on board if you met someone who likes the Panthers. Just met someone that likes the Panthers? You just right? met someone who likes the Panthers. Hey. I mean, I don't want that life for my children, but. Mm, smart, smart. <laughs> Speaking of move, children. Move next door to Rob. Jessica. Says, did this episode give Akiva flashbacks when his son wanted a Yankee birthday cake? Has Mara ever rooted for the Yankees? Keeve, I think about this all the time, and I don't think you think about this. Like, if I were a father or a mother Mm -hmm. who is a huge sports fan, and, like, one of the biggest things I would look forward to is, like, teaching my kid to hate the teams that I hate. Yeah. But they, their friends failed. got to them first, and they like, and they're trying to be like their friends. You're saying they has Yosef crossed over now too? Mm, not really, <gasps> but not he hasn't. But he, I mean, sometimes he'll do the Miami Dolphins song just because he knows it. Could you give us a, a couple bars of that? It's just Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one, and then oh, you got to get him on that for the Ben Adam edit on that. Uh huh. I could. Uh, no, I don't want him singing the Miami Dolphins. Song. The best but anyway, was when you asked him about Moon Football, and he was like. You're like, what about the Giants? He's like, they good team? And you're like, not really. He's like, they're stupid. <laughs> no, I think he said they stink on the moon, too. No, no. He said that the Giants are stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. I've, I've got to get a banana minute from that guy. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Um, it's a bad time zone. I'm, I'm on a bad time zone right now. I, I assume, like, Mary's still in speaking terms with me. She hasn't responded to my text from yesterday. Okay, enough about your problems. <laughs> Let's talk about your son. So uh-huh. they've, but you isn't that the point? You move them to Israel so nobody could corrupt their sports teams. Yeah, and and it didn't work, I guess. <laughs> and you, but it doesn't bother you. That's what shocks me the most. It does bother me, but I don't. I like first of all, Noam isn't doesn't like sports, so I don't think it'll matter at all. Like it's, I have to work on Yosef now. Well, he doesn't like sports at all. Is that a new development? No, he's never – I mean, he's fine with it, but he's never really liked sports, Noam. Like, even okay. he goes to, like – he goes to, like, basketball every week. And I was like, how was it? And he's like, eh. <laughs> Forcing your kids to do sports. No, he wanted to do it because his friends did. Um, but I, it's funny because I do agree with – so in this episode, Coach oh, – do we want to do a, a Keeves Digest? I'll do the Keeves Digest now. So Jess really decides she wants to become friends with Coach – I'm just laughing at that. I will do it now. <laughs> like, well, I didn't. I like. I started saying something like, "Oh, this sort of doubles as the digest." Go ahead, go ahead. Remember double digest from Archie? Like the bigger, the bigger issues. Of course, I do. Mm-hmm. So, are you Betty fan or Veronica fan? I don't really care. I'm more of a Jughead gal. You're more of a Jughead. Jughead sucks in the show. <laughs> I don't he watch Riverdale. Like I used ha- to read the comics. He doesn't even like hamburgers. It's what a waste of time. That was his like main trait. Anyway, get back to the digest. So. Jess wants to become friends with Coach, and Coach only cares about the Detroit Pistons, so Jess has to pretend like the Pistons, much to the dismay of 
her boyfriend, Nick, who loves the Chicago Bulls. Meanwhile, we have uh, Schmidt takes Winston to work and sort of teaches Winston uh, how to work. And and meanwhile, Schmidt has uh, how to do marketing. Meanwhile, uh, he has a rivalry at work with an older um, mean-spirited gentleman. That's the episode. Is, he is teaches a good episode. Winston how to work faves. is an incredible storyline. I really one of my faves. Go good with, episode. Like, he has a take your Winston to work day, which would have been super cute. The Pistons of Detroit feature prominently in this episode. Chester must have loved when uh, when he says, you know, we're Detroit and we had a good team and then they got Michael Jordan. And then we had a good team and they got Thibodeau, who's just like a coach who's like infamously, infamously burns out after a couple of years. thought that was a random, very random reference. So you were saying you agree with Coach, and then and you trailed off into the digest. Um, yeah, I oh okay, so I and and Thibodeau is now the Knicks coach, ironically. Um, the yeah, I agree with Coach. Well, I know I agree that like I could never, um, I could never uh, have any sort of relationship with someone who is wearing Yankee clothing. Mm-hmm. You are raising a son, possibly two sons. Who root for the Yankees? Well, I, I mean, like, I, I I meant more like a woman. Like, I couldn't have a romantic relationship with them. You are raising <laughs> children. They don't like the Yankees. They're just trolls who pretend not to like the Mets. It's not like they know the players on the Yankees. And plus, I, mean, I tell them every day that, like, they're they're criminals and they do terrible things and they have to wear diapers in the field. And, like, all, I, like anything I could tell them. To, to get them to not like the Yankees. Would you invoke Hashem like Alex <laughs> refuses to? I don't think I'm going to need to. I think I'm, I think I'm going to – I think I'm just going to pay them to become Mets fans or something. I think that's a great idea, Keeve. <laughs> well, I pay – like one time I bribed um, my friend Noam's son – Noam's friends who are twins to like um, renounce the Yankees gross. and become Mets fans. Mm-hmm. And then um, – they took it back after I gave them, like, whatever I offered them. That's got to get a call from their parents, I think. They had their no, parents. their parents supported it. Their parents, like, the call was, like, why Why is this, why is this, you know, adult, like, trying to bribe my kids to root for a different team? They supported Kelly, their, their children. Do you agree? Is this a prereq for you in dating? Yes. Um, very good question. I, I do take it very seriously. I could never, ever date a Patriots fan or a Raiders fan because that's our main rival. Um, but just because uh, Chiefs fans are just, like, hugely, hugely against Raider fans, even though now the Chargers are better. Uh, but, yeah, I couldn't. There's some rivalries that I think that I can look past, but it also there's, like, a sliding scale of how intense they are. If they're someone that, like Keeve was saying, the ki- they're just being a troll, like they are trying to goad you and are like, oh, the Chiefs suck or the Royals suck, I, I just, like, I don't, I don't, I deserve better. I don't need that life. <laughs> Very love yourself more energy, a la Kirsten McGinnis. Um, all right, well, question to both of you as the deeper sports fans, obviously, which has already been established here. Matt Stewart says, does it make sense that Nick's – Nick's <laughs> – getting sports confused – that Nick likes the Bulls that much that he is upset by just being a Pistons fan when he has barely mentioned them in three seasons? Yes. I sometimes see that. Like someone will be like, you know – I can't stop crying. It's seamless. Like, I've never heard you. Tw- I've never seen one tweet about that team. You know my, my dead celebrity rule, right? No. Which my dead celebrity rule is, like, you can't. You could be, like, RIP, you know, Betty White. 
but you can't like do a whole post on how much this person meant to you unless you've mentioned them at least one time in the past. That's my rule. I think that's a good rule. It's a great rule. Yeah. Mention like, them can't... publicly or mention them in life. It, like on Twitter. Like if you're a frequent tweeter or Facebook person or Instagram, like you you can't have twenty two thousand tweets say like um, Bob Saget was my inspiration in life, and then you know search. Do at... you check this? Yeah, of course I check it. <laughs> Now, what if it's, it's this? It's my rule. I like this rule. I generally don't love the dead celebrity posting, but it, I don't let it offend me. Uh-huh. It doesn't um, offend me. I like. As no, long I'm as, just as saying it doesn't let love them. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't mm-hmm. let it offend me. I'm not yeah. applying it offends you, but mm-hmm. I mean, maybe having a rule about it might suggest that it offends you, but <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting that. Yeah, no, no um, one suggests that. If you. You, you have to have mentioned it on the same medium you're posting it on, or if I've mentioned I it on if, Twitter, I, I can Instagram. I was, like, calling you out on the rule, and you're like, well, I, you know, of course, yes, I've never posted about Louis Anderson on Twitter, but, like, here's four Facebook posts, I would I would certainly say that's fine. I, Alex Chester, what about a podcast? Because Alex Chester is on a podcast record of saying Louis Anderson is the number one Family Feud host he thinks about when he thinks about Family Feud, which to see, me was a shocking take. I would I would like to maybe see him clip that and play it <laughs> if he gets called out, like because that's good enough for me. To me, that's like that's legitimate fandom of of Louis Anderson. But again, I don't know how to prove that to people. He may like okay. as I've said on many podcasts, like I would believe it if somebody tweeted that. Well. <laughs> I think the rest of the clip would be me, me interrupting him, being like, "What? That's outrageous!" I don't think that works as a tribute. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, you you being disrespectful to the great legacy of Louis Anderson, you're saying. Oh, you know what? It was I wasn't even there. I I emailed in to the pretty pretty good curb podcast in uh, outrage about mm-hmm. it, and then brought it up the next time. So at least two podcasts he's discussed it. But and I, that's I guess, I guess he loves Louis. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think Matt Stewart's question is like ah oh, oh, yes back to the podcast he he hasn't said it on air right that we've seen it or that he hasn't had a conversation with Jess about it that we've seen and I think maybe there's some bears paraphernalia in his room but not bulls or whatever but I I don't believe that he's never mentioned it in this this context at all he talks about how much he is from Chicago of Chicago and also why would he have needed to have a conversation with Jess about this this person who calls the sport basketball (laughs) she's got a good argument there are two baskets I did you love Keith that when I googled the phrase basketball one of the first things that came up was Selena Gomez and a Spurs jersey did you love that yeah that was funny I saw that made no sense did I give you like a head fake did you think she was going to be in this episode I I didn't really think about um oh cool that you guys are talking without me separately it's on Twitter, man. <laughs> well, she has me blocked. Don't worry. She can't see what oh, I'm yeah. saying. I just oh. don't follow. I don't have you blocked. Okay. No, I tweeted it. No, I think, Allie, you liked the tweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, but only because you were promoting the podcast. I now I understand. I'm <laughs> back. Allie Who's about me, baby? my tweets that are promoting the podcast. That's what she just said. Y'all heard it. I'm very busy. I'm only looking at my mentions, okay? <laughs> very rarely scroll on the timeline. Just kidding. So, yeah, no, um, baskets ball. Yeah, you're not going to have a conversation with her about, like, how important the Bulls and Michael Jordan are to you, to the person who doesn't know the name of the sport. So I think I think Nick is still justified in this this rage that he feels. Um, let's back up just a quick minute. Um, the whole thing starts because Jess is, like, very focused on making a connection with Coach. Based on the questions we got, I think some people think it's because he's friends with Nick. 
my take was more that Jess, Jess is not so concerned with becoming friends with Nick's friend. She wants a friendship with Coach in her own right because he's in the gang. He lives in the loft. Like, that's just who she is. Yeah, what was I your take? I agree with that. I agree that she just wants to be liked by everyone. And she always talks about how they're a family. And she's, she believes that the, the loft plus CC is a family. Or I guess the loft plus CC plus Schmidt down the hall is a family. <laughs> Um, and so she, of course, she'd want a connection with Coach, who's like her brother now. Keeve is Patty wants to know: Is describing someone as your buddy's girlfriend actually that insulting in this situation? I think like not when you. I mean, they don't know each other super well yet because they didn't really cross paths before the show, and now this is you know relatively new. I think a couple of years from now would be disrespectful, but I think we're still maybe at the end of the point where it would be like, and and also if it's somebody who knows Nick, it's like, hey, this is Nick's girlfriend, but. I don't think it's inherently disrespectful, but I understand why she's offended by it. What's tough about it for me is that he could say, this is my roommate, but that, like, almost claims her. So he doesn't want to claim her. It's like, this is my buddy's girlfriend. Like, I'm not opting into hanging out with her in any capacity on my own, like, on my own volition. Yeah, and particularly in the context, in the scene, like, she's doing something nutty, and he's just like, I mean, let me explain why I'm with this wacky person. So she explains pretty wackily that she has worked her way into all of the lives of the people in the loft. Food for Nick, clothes for Schmidt, and onesie pajamas for Winston. Um, Matt Stewart says, what's common ground someone could force themselves into each of your lives with? Kelly and Keeves may both be football-related, question mark? 100%. <laughs> Not close. Akiva? So a common ground that someone could force their way into my life? Yeah, if they just chat to you about this thing, like if they just are like, hey, let's talk about the Mets, let's talk about the Jets, like could you just be friends with them based on that one thing? I mean, that's like what a lot of my friendships are based on, but at this point I'm not like looking for more Mets takes necessarily, like I have too many. <laughs> They're going to say I'm not looking for more friends. That's true too. I was going to say, like, that's the most relatable thing you've ever said. I mean, if like, if, if someone has like, if someone's hobby is like giving me money, that would be a good one. <laughs> Classic money. Keeves always focused on money. Now you've admitted it. On at least one podcast now, I'm going to say, when when money dies, Keeve mentioned how much he loved money on this podcast. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're nobody, down capitalism yeah, if, if when something happens, dies. Yeah. If something happens to, like, the dollar. Something it's well documented. Money. I'm a big fan. <laughs> What's your current Twitter bio now? We back to plenty of money? Um, Let's check. I... I, I Listen, I've been so busy. Not all of us can just, you know, go on social media all day. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ellie, I was really sad about the downfall of Puya's Twitter bio. I screenshotted it, and I can okay. send it back if I need to. Uh, it's uh, one half of the Bubble Boys, one of the A's in Renap, the OG and NGOG, technically not one of the 32 fans, though. I love that. I love that bio, Keith. Even the Bubble Boys don't exist. It's also tragic that your first uh, – and and significant your first podcast ever that put you on the map is last on the list there in importance tragic i know how, that's how it works for the bit it's it just it yeah it just works it just works with the bit what does don't activate me what does your bio mean if you don't know you don't know okay it's from summer house speak while we're while we're on the topic of akiva's twitter Steve, <laughs> yes will you commit to sometime in the next month tweeting out the NGOG podcast and or questions link one time for, for me, your friend, producer Kelly. Of course. I, anytime I'm asked to do it, I'll do it. No, what do you I, mean? I my last, my last tweet is asked. NGOG. Hmm? My last tweet is about NGOG. 
Do you mean the retweet of me? Mm-hmm. That's not a tweet. That's a retweet. Well, I haven't tweeted in, like, months. I'm yeah, talking original content, baby, so I'm going to ask my I'm looking, again. I'm looking. Do you <laughs> <Akiva>? <laughs> promise. I haven't tweet. done original content in weeks. So... Isn't it frustrating to try to work, deal with him, Kelly? I, I, I'm saying yes, but I'm just saying like don't, nobody should take it personally. I'm not. I'm not. Taking I'm not it producing a lot of original the defense, content your right defensive, now. The defensiveness here. Okay. You so should play for the, uh, the the Jets with this defense. That's mm-hmm. very cute. I like that. I like that, Allie. So here's the thing: <laughs> you're about to get lawyered right now. This is exactly what I do as a lawyer. So I asked you a yes or no question. I did not hear a yes or no. Do you yes or no agree oh. to that? That you will yes, the next week? Yes, absolutely. Very good. Thank you so much. I rest. No further questions, Your Honor. Very good. Are you like a, you're a courtroom lawyer? You going to the court, Kelly? I do. Yes. I'm Allie doesn't. Here. You've never even seen a court, right, Allie? I've seen a court. Mm-hmm. I don't so, want where, to again. Some, on Summer House. <laughs> I took a trip with one of our actually uh Kelly Kelly and I had uh almost every class together in law school sure our first year mm-hmm. and um one of our I like bombed a cold call question like so you. badly I said quote I'm not saying it as well as RBG did and he was like well you, you're not in the Supreme Court and I just like didn't know the answer and then he was like by the way I'm like rolling by this courthouse to like watch court right now if anyone wants to come so I was like oh god now I gotta come because I just like was such an acid class so I went once <laughs> and then I watched Eliza Orleans in night court once also oh that must be cool I did not know about any of this. This actually sort of transitioned to one of the questions I had about this first scene. And oh, my God, Kelly, you're perfect. Question. It was just like, well, it was the question of, like, how do you work your way into someone else's life? And I think, Allie, you would have really good tips about this. But mine is, I mean, we're both younger sisters of older brothers, so I feel like we both had to do this of, like, I'm the cool little sister, like, have me tag along. Or maybe maybe I'm just projecting. But I was sort of thinking, I was like, how did we work our way into each other's lives? Like, we were just near each other and miserable together, and we're like, you're cool, you know? <laughs> I well, you know, I really would say first of all, it's extremely relatable. I totally agree about my brother and his friends. I would say it was. I was thinking the same thing. I think for you, Kelly, it was obviously like. I, well, one of the things was Jewish stuff. Yeah. Because like when we'd be together at like the Jewish groups, like holiday things, I was like, oh, cool. I know Kelly. Like, great. I could sit with someone. I don't know anyone else here. And like, not that I wouldn't have sat with you if I knew anyone else there, but <laughs> it was like a solid person there. And then also, it's such a big thing, just like where you study. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we really bonded because we studied in the same place. At night, late at night, like when we record a podcast. That's true. I was always there until 2 a.m. And, and I always find me there. Spent. A, a large amount of time with someone you were friends with. I feel like that also helped us yeah. become friends. <laughs> yeah, we were in the same circle. I was actually going to say the so our tree sort of has the the basketball lineage in it because I became very good friends with our mutual friend. Uh, his old podcast name was like Ali's friend Mike. Um, his old because, podcast name that could still be his name. <laughs> I, yeah, I, when we referred to him on a pod. And because he would just, he was a Giants fan, and he would just sit silently behind me in the lounge while I freaked out about Chiefs games, just, like, silently supporting me in my time of need. And that's, like, that's that's friendship stuff right there. Keith, I, I, you know, we're not friends. We are still trying to wedge your way into um, my life in that capacity. But I do believe that I wedged my way into your life. Um, Think about all the wedging you could have done last Tuesday at the wedding. 
Well, I don't need to wedge. I'm wedged. You're wedged. I'm solidly wedged. Mm -hmm. But I was a big fan of yours. And so I would, like, tweet once in a while, like, Akiva's a podcaster's podcaster. Great podcast with Kiva. It's a I think I was like, it's a tragedy that Akiva doesn't have more followers. Would you and say... I was, I was on the ground floor of Akiva. Yeah, I would agree. Would you say never meet your heroes? <laughs> I don't think I would have ever called you a hero. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, Never Alex, meet your what podcasters. What, what podcast were you, like, following him on? So, so Akiva had a podcast with Rob that predated Renap. That was Seinfeld recap. But my ego oh, is so right. large that I was like, there's no way anybody should be doing a Seinfeld podcast that isn't me. So I'm not listening to it in spite. But Akiva would then guest once, literally just... What, Keith? Like once a year? Mm -hmm. once or a like season, maybe yeah. twice a year yep, yep. on a Survivor podcast or would cover something else with Rob. But I loved Akiva so much as a podcaster. I didn't know him at the time. Um, and so I would listen anytime he talked about anything other than Seinfeld. I would listen to or it sports. and tweet about anything it. Anything other than Seinfeld or sports. Well, you didn't do sports with Rob, and I didn't know about 32 fans. Fair, 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 fair. So you wedged your way into his life by just saying nice things about him. Well, I would tweet, and then I think he started following me as a result of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Keeve, if you knew any of my podcasting work. I would guess not. I am, I'm sure I did. It. I don't remember the timeline, but obviously at a certain point. Also, the RGP world was so small then that right. it would be hard not to know anybody. And then he slid into my DMs asking advice on, like, this Jewish thing he was doing. Oh. Yes. So, Akiva, how would you describe how Ali became uh, irreplaceable in your life? Well, I think the first time I, I, I asked her notes. something, <laughs> I forget what it was, but I thought she was immediately upset with me. And then I think I messaged someone's like, oh, she's never speaking to me again. Oh, so I, it's like the scarcity. She, she like gave you positive stuff and then ripped it away. And you're like, oh, God, I got to fix this. Well, I didn't know her. So I didn't know she was sort of like joking. I just thought she was serious and like actually mad at me. Well, I don't remember that at all. I remember you were writing like a Hanukkah song. Yeah, well that yeah, that's And that I was too. like starring people that I was like, I don't think this person's Jewish that you right. included in the song. That was stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was basically like, is this person Jewish? Is that person Jewish? That's what we were that that's So that basically nothing has changed in no, the, like, no, five years true. or whatever nothing. it is. <laughs> I think it's uh, unfortunately I think it's more, but yeah. True. <laughs> all right. Um let's check in with Winston out of nowhere, even though we have so many more questions about that. And we're gonna go back and forth like the episode here. Winston has, like, his first, not first, but a, a real storyline happening here, Kelly, that he is looking for a new job. Yes, it's so exciting that um, after last week when the thing that was all about Jess maybe taking a new job was a head fake, and then it turns out it's actually about Winston and Cece getting new jobs and giving them this storyline. So Winston's going to Shadow Schmidt oof, uh, to, to see if he can do the marketing. I think that's great. Uh, is there such a big difference between advertising and marketing? Does anybody know here? I don't, I don't think we're the crew to ask. But I, it is a very funny line. Just like, you'd be dead in two days without, <laughs> without, uh, without marketing. Akiva, would you be dead in two days without marketing? He said it's the backbone of capitalism. It's the backbone of capitalism. I, I, I don't know. I, I've never thought about the difference between marketing and advertising. We should have had... An ad person on this episode. I don't know. Rude. Instead of like seven lawyers. <laughs> seven. All. Uh, yeah. Between me and Allie, their personalities. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I know a lot of people do it, but I've. I've sort of. Nah. I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Yeah. DM. I can't. I'm not them. editing it out, so I can't offer. No, I didn't say anything, but I don't know. I don't know anything about marketing or advertising. Me neither. 
I got nothing. Um, all right. Well, then let's quickly go back to uh, Coach, and we'll flip back to uh, the the uh, the plot of the intern in a minute. Um, Coach is a Pistons fan. We've talked about the rivalries that exist or don't exist among our favorite teams. Patty says, as a Bulls fan, the Bulls and Pistons have not been simultaneously good enough to be real rivals since the 90s, just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. And can either of you fact check the uh, rivalry here? I mean, they are definitely rivals, but that is true. They're, it is rare that they've both been good. It's, it's, it hasn't happened for an extended period of time. I'm right. trying to be a Bulls fan because I live in Chicago now and, and Kansas City doesn't have an NBA team. And I watched my first Bulls game ever a few weeks ago and they beat the Pistons for the 10th time in a row and by the most points of, of ever. And I think Bulls fans were super into that. So from my perspective, my incredibly limited perspective <laughs> as a Bulls fan from the last two weeks, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we are into that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Kelly, this is interesting. So you cited that there's no basketball team, so you're open, you have a sports team. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, it probably would have been just linked to your hometown. Right. Um, Justin Ramsey says, it seems like there was a good concept for an episode here where just insists there's a deeper meaning to different aspects of watching sports and Nick insisting there isn't. Um, they could play out, it could play out in their act- interactions with coach. Instead, they want to plot about withholding sex. Kelly, is there something deeper going on in sports, in sports fandoms, in sports culture? Or is Nick right and it just is what it is? Well, I don't think that's really what Nick says because he says it's personal. It's my hometown. It's where I'm from. It's most of my relationship with my, my dad, which like, whew. R.I.P., by the way. I loved what he said. R.I.P., by the way. All of that, except for that last part, is so true for me. It, it is so important. It is, it is where I'm from. Uh, it does have a deeper meaning, but not necessarily in like the like. Uh, Jess would be looking for a light motif, right? Where where just uh, Nick says it's, if he's overcoming the defense. I don't mean I'm overcoming. That part's true, right? It's not um, all a metaphorical device, but it's it's more important than than just like oh guys put ball in hoop. Uh, the end, Keith. Um, yeah, are you asking me if sports are important? Yeah, well, do you want to listen to the podcast, Keith? I am. No? I just don't. Like, it was like a little. It was like long. I forgot the question. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, did you listen to Chester talking about the times where it's clear you haven't been listening, and you're like the person on the Zoom call who's like, "Oh, um, you broke up. Could you just uh, repeat that again?" Well, a lot of times those are at two a.m. The truth is, normally when we record, it's two or two thirty. Now I got no excuses. We're on the same TZ. As the kids are calling it, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I like we is can't wait too much. Is there a deeper meaning, Keeve? Yeah. The, no, I, I think it's. I, I, I think it's. Uh, I, I think the 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 basic meaning is, uh, you know, it, it's what brings us together as a people in these troubling troubling times. Look how happy everyone was on Sunday. So you're saying sports is your religion? <laughs> I mean, Not, that's I, that's true for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, just to be clear, you said no, sports doesn't have a deeper meaning, and then you said it's a very meaningful thing. That well, it's not a deeper meaning. It's like a face value, which it should be like the most important. Well, no, thing face value is men and women like play games. Uh huh. I guess face, that's true. Face value is like I play a board game. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, I guess if you look a little bit deeper, 
<laughs> it, it should it, it should be your entire life together it really is like i meet a chiefs fan anywhere i've lived i've lived in delaware i lived in boston i lived in dc i lived in michigan i lived central illinois now chicago every single time i meet a chiefs fan that's like the moment of connection it's like meeting another jew i swear it's just like oh we're literally part of the same tribe like yeah it's pretty crazy. Uh, I never really experienced that until I went to Michigan. And then I was with the aforementioned uh, Mike and another one of our friends. We were traveling in Lisbon. And one of them was wearing, or probably both of them more likely, were wearing a Michigan hat. And, like, someone on the streets of Lisbon was like, go blue. And you're just like, where am I that this is happening? There was a there was a little sign that said go blue in the bar when they go to the Pistons bar. It's actually a Michigan bar. It's got a Detroit Tigers. I know I just skipped so many scenes, but I just wanted to point that out. There's a little sign that said go blue in it. Oh, wow. I was really excited about that for you and me, Allie. I love that. Um, Wait, Kelly, where did you go to undergrad? University of Delaware. Oh, so go blue heads. You actually already knew that. Go blue heads. Because when I was on 32 fans, I was like, let's talk about Joe Flacco and Brett Veach. Well, I, 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 yes. But we do 32 of those in like two minutes. So new and heard ones. I represented the number one team in the league, sir. And I produce your Mm -hmm. other podcast. So maybe you should listen to it again. (laughs) That's true. That's true. We may have, Kelly's one week uh, away from maybe coming back with 32 fans. Don't you dare say that. The, the jinx. Get up and like spit on, on the floor or whatever. Well, no, I. But they have people on when they lose. I w- no, no no that's not true. Okay. We have like the Super Bowl teams. I work with a Bills mm-hmm. fan and I've heard so much of like can't believe thirteen seconds left this week. Every single person comes over and like pays their respects. <laughs> it's uh, you know I, I and I had that on, like the game on all night. Like I could I could go like minute by minute through that game. Al, you don't watch football Sunday, did you? No, but I'm watching this Sunday, actually, at um, Jordan Kalish's, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. It's, it's very funny. I thought that one of the questions was going to be um, when Jess and Coach are watching a game, and he's like, oh, I want to rewatch the whole game with both overtimes. And I assume someone was going to be like, did you do that? And I was like, this close. You can't see my fingers, but they're very close together. I was very <laughs> close to just watching the game right over again, because obviously my dad and I have recorded it. Um, we got a real couple of fans here. <laughs> unbearable. Wait, so back to the episode. Yes, please. Um, I, I first of all, I really, I, I this is one of my favorite episodes, honestly, of of the third season. I did. Really That's not shocking, Keeve. Well, I just, I think, I think, like, it's funny because Coach didn't do much. It was sort of like Jess saying things and Coach like barely reacting, but at least like we got to use Coach. And I, I and I like the old man, the old anti-Semitic man, like fighting with Schmidt the whole episode. I thought that worked that he just like dropped a PowerPoint on him and there was nothing he could do. Well, let's not jump through the whole episode. Go back. So this is interesting. Uh, Patty says, "How do we feel about the astronaut scenes? I always enjoy seeing Schmidt outside the context of the loft." This was interesting with Winston going to work with him. I do like seeing Schmidt out of the loft. But Matt Stewart asks, "Could any of you have someone that shadows you just randomly show up to your job?" Definitely not lawyers. Yeah, and not, and also not today. I think like no one's allowed it to work. You know, all right in a pre-COVID world in 2014. I think it's possible. I think a lot of jobs you could have a shadow. Certainly, I mean, you said you shadowed your professors or whatever. It's possible. Did I say that? One of you did. Uh, you said that you went to court. He was going to be a court watcher. You went to night uh, night court. No, I think he was like friends with the judge. You can have. There's like an audience in court. That's not yeah, true. Like, what what is? He wasn't the litigator. He was just going to watch. He, he, she wasn't ah. shadowing him on his case. 
Uh, but no, they obviously no one can just shadow lawyers. We all of our work is confidential. So, uh, Akiva, could we just come out and hang out with you with Olympic stuff right now? Oh, well, he's I gonna think... beg you to come spend Shabbat with him at his hotel because he's got nothing going on. Yeah, nobody's allowed obviously into anybody's work these days. Um, but or you're not begging people to come to Shabbat? Of course, yeah, of anymore? course, I am begging. If anyone wants to come, you don't have to spend Shabbat. You could come hang out with me. Oh, yeah, you Friday didn't even Saturday. ask me. You invited me to the wedding. You didn't ask me to. Because you're not going to. Gonna, I, I don't want to. First of all, like, I don't want to. Even if you wanted to come, I don't want to, like, make you feel like you should. Because who would want to do that? Who would want to come? Last time you were here, you messaged me, like, 30 times and asked if, like, Puya. It was, it was like, once. And, like, clearly nobody was interested. And I stopped asking. <laughs> Last time you were in, in Connecticut, Keeve, I accidentally got on a train that went to Stanford. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you Do you told remember me. I tweeted that? And I was like, yes. my body is just, like. Go mm-hmm. hang out with Akiva. And I was like, no, you need to go stay with your family in Mount Vernon, you dumb dummy. I think, yeah. I um, I don't like this storyline that I, like, didn't want to come. I treated you to a very nice kosher lunch when you were in town. Yeah. I, I The only thing I can remember about, like, bringing people to work is when I worked at, at Rockefeller Center. Hmm. Like, people would want to come visit because it's, like, the same floor as SNL, which a lot of times had just aired the night before. And, like, it was, you know, it was, like, people literally come there and do tours. For, you know, pay money to do tours like that. That seems like a logical place. People would want to visit, and there's TV studios. So my wife asked me if she could come, and like, I was very new, and I was too shy to ask, and I didn't ask. And then like a bunch of other people's like girlfriends showed up that last day, and then and she was like super annoyed. And then uh, the next time I asked, they're like, no, sorry, no more visitors. So she never <laughs> got to see. It. Oh, that's so upsetting. Yeah. And now uh, I forget about it. Although sometimes I like FaceTime. My kids will ask to see like the office. I like FaceTime. And the thing that interests my son the most is like that there's like a whole room of like free supplies you could take. And that's like that would be his heaven. Like just a bunch of post-it notes. I was about to say it's got to be those post-it notes. Everybody yeah, that's what he would want. Like mar- markers of every color, post-it notes, like all the, you know. I'm actually kind of getting interested in the supply room. <laughs> yeah, no, the supply room. Uh, it's not even a room. It's just out there. But he, yeah, he, that's his favorite thing. Yeah, I mean, I think the most uh... – unbelievable part of Winston shadowing Schmidt at work is that Schmidt is the only man in the office before Ed comes. So now it's like their their uh, male population just grew 200% or whatever that math is. How is there even a men's room? Like they're talking about that he's next to the he's next to the bathroom like I don't well, even know how there would be a men's room in that office. That may or may not become relevant later in the show okay. uh, as we go on. Yeah. Um good thinking, Keeve. You should be in the writer's room here. Mm-hmm. But, Kelly, it's funny because uh, another thing Kelly and I did together was we took employment law, which uh, com- becomes relevant here. Oh, my then God. It- I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, please. Go ahead. I was thinking, like, such a lawyer this whole time. I was like, that statement would be used in court. That <laughs> statement would be used in court. Kim says, this is why the cutoff is at 45, ladies. And I was like, oh, my God. All these kids. Kids. I don't. W- women. What's happening? Uh, would turn on them in a second testify they would all fill out affidavits that say we it was known that the cutoff age was 45 hit her move to hire this older man would be clean seen as like a clear way to just fight off this lawsuit she says we have to hire brand flakes over here because gwen turned 45 and we had to fire her grandma filed a lawsuit yeah (laughs) It's not looking good. The facts are not good uh, for Astrat here, and hiring Ed is is not really going to do much. Uh, I did love he's new compared to what the moon. <laughs> yes, that line delivery from Schmidt was great. I thought Keeve, you would call that out. 
Um, no, I didn't. I, I missed it. Matt Stewart says, can Keeve tell us about the streetcar? Because you are the old guy here, Keeve. I don't even think my grandfather saw streetcars. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, where do they have them? San Francisco? Uh, yeah, is that the one with uh, where Full House was filmed? Because I yeah. love Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City has a streetcar now. It's like their newfangled thing. That's how out of date Kansas City is, despite what the Oklahoma <laughs> musical will tell you, is they just got a streetcar in the last, like, five years. It's so upsetting. That could be fun, though. A streetcar could be fun. It goes, like, two blocks in downtown Kansas City. I'm like, guys, that's <laughs> enough. Uh, Keith, if I reached under your bed in the hotel with all the food covering it, what would be the weirdest food item I might find? So first jarred of all, like, or unjarred? First of all, there's no food under my bed. They clean. They cleaned off the bed. I'm not eating on the bed anymore. I. I'm not judging nothing, you. I, the the honestly, joy of being in a hotel is room service in your bed. Like honestly, my like my room was Mara couldn't believe when she came to visit last time how immaculate my room was. The only reason it's not like as you immaculate. Live in a hotel. Wait, wait. Why was she so impressed? You're living in a hotel. Gets like, all my day. stuff was put away. Like there wasn't one thing on the floor. Oh, okay. Everything was. Like, you know, my bags were, like, away in the closets. And, like, the problem is that there aren't as many drawers now. Like, I guess they don't always expect people to come for five weeks. So I've got too much stuff out. And also, you like, you got the winter one, and the summer. You only have one shirt, according to Missy, so. That is tr- Which one? The, the red shirt? <laughs> yeah. Missy oh, that's funny believes that Kiva only have one shirt and one hat. It's funny because tomorrow's, like, the first day with, like, everyone coming. And I already have that out. <laughs> <laughs> that's your golden boy. That's Golden Boy. That's what I'm wearing tomorrow. Do you wear the baseball hat to work? It's casual there. I do. I do. Do you think I shouldn't? Mm, it's a well, sports-related job, yeah. Well, I don't think it's like – I mean, I'm, there are other people in hats. There was actually a guy in a Chiefs hat uh, I, I, I just saw today. Like, the, But do you Wait. think – do like, I, listen, I don't have, like, the world's best hairline. I also, like, look no much, like, older and rabbi-ish. I know when, like, I'm not. <laughs> so, but do you think it's a bad look to have the hat? I mean, you worked there for – you already worked there full time, so you wore the hat already. I – but I – yeah, but I, I used to I used to not wear the hat also. I mean, I worked at NBC for one summer, guy. and I was made fun – like, I finally wore black jeans one day, and they mm-hmm. were like, finally, like, we were waiting for you to stop dressing up, so – Oh, black jeans are my dress-up jeans. I know. No, literally, like, they were like – I guess we'll take this. Like, y- you need to stop dressing up. So I really can't speak to that. Yeah, I don't know. Would it's I probably, say, it, would someone, it, should someone wear, like, a baseball cap to their job? No, but I, I'm a big square. We've already established that in the podcast. I love that energy for you, though, Keeve. Like, you just come in. You've got the confidence. you got the hat. Like, you know what you're doing. I, I don't mind it. I, I'm a lawyer in yoga pants, like, six if not seven days a week you know i even when my clients come into the office i'm like this is where we're, this is how we are now we're not going back to pre-covid times mm-hmm. no hard pants not me coughing as you say covid it's a trigger um uh, but i just want to go back for a second to the fact that jess goes to nick and says like how do i get in with coach he's like he's gonna be watching basketball so jess goes into his room and is like prepared to talk to him about basketball and the first thing she does is walk in front of his tv while he's watching a game and he loses his mind and i'm like yeah and then she's going under his bed to get olives what is this i've got little pinchers (laughs) i thought they'd be in a jar that's insane why would she think if he said i have olives under the bed 
Why would she think like a jar rolled under? Obviously, you're eating them and yeah, you've got some Yeah, that line made no sense to me. Because like as a viewer, you think it was like a couple olives. And why was sense. she fully, her entire body was under the bed to get a couple olives? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Keeve, you hate olives, right? Do I remember that correctly? My least favorite food, yeah. I ate some good olives at uh, Alex's house. During the soda tournament, it was just so disgusting. I was like, I needed something salty to eat instead of the... And he gave me olives. Anyway. Um, all right. So Schmidt is taking uh, his job as a mentor very seriously. He brings the old guy to the bar so that uh, Cece can be in the episode. And uh, Schmidt tells Ed this genius idea for one-to-one micro-marketing. Two on the nose. It's, isn't that like the world we live in now? Everything is micro-marketing. They have your data. It's Wicked Weeks, man. Yeah, if anyone was wondering if Nick would be an anti-vaxxer, I think we have the episode. We have the the proof here in this episode. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I don't want it to get beamed to Snowden on WikiWeeks. Like everything he's saying is so conspiracy based. I did love Keeve that Ed's response to this brilliant idea of micro marketing is that they're going to hold a ticker tape parade in the Jewish part of town for Schmidt. What does that even mean? What town are we in? We're in New York City. Like, the whole town is in Well, they're in L.A., but, yeah. Oh, right. That's right. They're in L.A. Same, same. Is there a Jewish part of town in L.A.? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There is. I just love that. And and Schmidt's not offended. He's like, yeah, they are. The Jewish part. (laughs) No, to me, that seemed like he was like, oh, good for you. Like, you remembered. (laughs) Like, you were able to accurately identify my ethnicity or religion. That's probably that's probably more correct. <laughs> because he's what he's befuddled and then he's totally lucid, so that was a moment of lucidity for him. Like, good for you. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back at the loft, Nick is turning off the sex tap, baby, and I love Jess, but I need my vitamin D. <laughs> this is so good. I mean, I, I don't know if we're gonna get to this later, but the whole dynamic between the two of them is so good. Like when they were having fights about Nick being too macho at Thanksgiving and like him not having a bank account and all that like blah 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 relationship drama this is no fun this is so fun I love this like she's like but no and he's like no get out of my bed I just I love their dynamic here I do too I know Justin Ramsey was saying it didn't really work for him but I thought this could have gone wrong in so many ways and they just really nailed it for me I love when she's like I could channel all my sexual energy into knitting how do you think I got through high school like there it's a very fun sort of like competitive thing that ends with them both caving which I think is also a really good way to wrap it up well I just I mean like not to nitpick because I do also really love this episode of Kiva I agree with you it's one of the best in season three um but like she as as a person nope she could have just, I'm not going to say anything about what who I am as a person or how this might relate to me, but when, <laughs> when nope. at first she gets into bed and she's wearing a fishing shirt and he's like, absolutely not, get out of my bed if you're going to wear that shirt. Bitch, what are you, oh, duh. sorry, what are you doing? <laughs> you're taking off the shirt. You're like, okay, let's go. Not wearing the shirt anymore. Like, come on. But it leads to this very funny dynamic, so I'll forgive that. It's true because if the whole point of it is to 
be close to Coach. She's she's pretending to like it for Coach. It's not mm-hmm. like she's really developing this fandom and now she doesn't want to take it off. Uh, yeah. It's all it's all a ruse. It's all uh, a ruse. So Although yeah. I do get Nick's reaction when he goes out and she and Coach are both saying, like, the Bulls suck, they're the worst, and he gets visibly upset. Because even if someone is doing that to you as a bit or to be a troll, even if they don't really like it, like Akiba was talking about with his kids who don't, you know, really know that much about sports because they're so young, it's still, like, it gets you where you live. Yeah, I could see why it would be upsetting. I, I did love Nick's response to come out in his Scotty Pippins <laughs> and the whole Bulls outfit. And then he's, you're turning yourself on, aren't you? Yeah, I really am. He has to go out. Like, it's just, it, they, they keep it fun. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think Jess, if I'm going to say someone's in the wrong, I do think Jess is in the wrong for getting so, like, he, he keeps taunt. She, she taunts Nick maybe unnecessarily. Um, she does, she goes further probably than just is needed to be friend coach. I agree. Akiva, you still with us? What do you think? I don't understand why, first of all, like, this will happen organically if, like, you stay together and he's around. Like, it's a little weird. If your girlfriend was just, like, trying to become best friends with your, one of your good friends. Well, her roommate. With Yeah, with her roommate, I understand. But that's even, like, weirder. I don't know. The whole thing is weird. Has Mara, uh, is Mara, like, with you on sports or is she against you on sports? Is she with me on sports? <clears throat> like, is she a Mets fan? Is she a Jets fan? She doesn't care. Okay. She likes her favorite sport period was like the coronavirus when everything was canceled for like a few weeks. Which was famously the worst period of your life. Oh, no question. Yeah. (laughs) But I think Akiva and I I sort of figured you'd say that Akiva and I think that it's true for for both of us uh, since you have a successful marriage and I have a successful, uh, you know, not marriage, which is to say I'm very single. Uh, But like you can work with a person who doesn't care about sports more than you can work with a person who cares as much as you care about sports, but for a different team or a rival team. I, well, I don't want to like, I don't want to like go home and be like, you know, reanalyze. I mean, I could do it like the Chiefs yeah. Bills game for the 10,000th time. Yeah. I'm, ne- I'm never going to like marry someone who like knows as much about sports as me unless I was like marrying myself. So then right. like, what am I doing? And then the two of you would be so screwed. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I mean, who would drive us places, I guess? Yeah, who would do any, literally anything? Yeah, you got to find your compliment. And I'm, I am I know it's it's funny because, Akiva, you do this professionally, but I also don't – I mean, I would never get married. I'm a divorce attorney. But if I, I couldn't ever marry someone who knows as much as I do, at least about the Chiefs, right? Um, and it's – I tend to date people who don't actually – that aren't even really football fans – and I don't know why that, I mean, because only one person can be this psychotic in a relationship, probably. Like, you need someone to find the balance. Um, but I do think it's funny that there's sort of a stereotype that, like, oh, um, like, oh, uh, these men really want to date women who are super into sports. And it's like, no, they don't. No. I don't know anybody who thinks like that, honestly. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think everyone, like, the common opinion in 2022 is, like, it's, it's fine if you do, but, like, I'm, you know, why, why do I want to date someone with my interests? Keith, you don't scroll dating apps. Like, 90% of men's dating apps is like, we'll get along if you like basketball. Yeah, but those aren't people aren't married. I'm talking about people who are, like, in relationships. They're looking for the wrong things. (laughs) 
But maybe Kelly should be looking for someone who does like sports. I don't know. Everyone should do the opposite I of what they're know. doing. I don't know. I mean, I I prefer to be around people who like sports because it's such a big part of my life. And I've literally had people, particularly men, I don't know why this keeps happening to me, but they're not even doing the gatekeeping thing, but they're literally interrogating me as to why sports are so important to me. They're like, oh, you must be joking about how insane you are about the Chiefs and Royals. And I'm like, I promise you, I am not. I do get, do get <laughs> if you need a reference, I'm happy to write a reference. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. What'd you say, Keith? Do you get a lot of gatekeeping? Like, hey, do you who's the left tackle? That sort of thing? Um, I don't as much anymore when I interacted more in the world, probably. You know, like in more, <laughs> um, well, before COVID. And then when I was in more mixed spaces, like at work, no. But yeah, in like more co-ed situations, yeah, there were a lot of like tests that people put on me. Actually, on this, the last episode of this podcast I was on, I told a story about how some jerk in high school quizzed me about Emmett Smith because he didn't believe I knew enough about sports. Uh, that's that's like not uncommon, but it's not that so much anymore. It's like people look at my Twitter and they're like, but why are you, first of all, <laughs> are you okay? And second of all, why are you like this? Uh, I, the I but why, lot. that's amazing. <laughs> but why? Then you just have Nick like roll, cut the clip of Nick. It's yes. my hometown. You know what? That's right. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Allie, see, you're a genius. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm happy to serve as a reference. Um, the director of this episode was Lorraine Scafaria. Lauren? Lorraine? That, that name is familiar to me. She is the longtime partner of, of a Bo very... Oh, you know? Of Bo Burnham, yes. That's why we've talked about this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She directed the episode Quick Hardening Cock. Ah, and okay. The two of Classic. you discussed that on that episode of the podcast. I don't remember it coming up then, but also it like did. Bo Burnham wasn't hot in the streets because it was probably before his special. I think it Bo was Burnham not. was excellent on YouTube, and I knew about him from YouTube. No, no, I'm just saying like that wasn't like now was like peak Bo Burnham time a few months ago, but that Quick Garden and Gawk was before that. You think no, no, no peak Bo Burnham time. So first of all, he was in YouTube. Then he was doing stand up. I would say peak Bo Burnham was eighth grade. No, I think he peaked with the with the COVID special. Because then he was in, then he was in um, Promising Young Woman, and then he had the special. I think that he was already like such a big them by the time he did the special. Uh, now he's a who though? Now he's a they. No, he's not. Um, he's still a them. Do you know what? Do you, do, well, do Kelly, you break know? the tie. When did Bo Burnham? Peak. So I, the only interaction I have had with him ever was the episode he guested on Parks and Rec. That's the only way I knew who he was. Mm-hmm. So whenever, I would say that the peak was uh, whenever that episode aired of, of Parks and Rec that he was in. What were you going to quiz? Were you gatekeeping Bo Burnham? No, I was going to gatekeep. Um, do, <laughs> do either of you know what a full kit wanker is? I sure do not. <laughs> I do not. So uh, Nick is a full kit wanker in this episode. That's like someone who's dorky enough to wear like not just the jersey of a team, but the matching shorts. <gasps> oh, I, I was like, that must be British because kit is what soccer. A full yeah, kit. A full kit wanker is wanker. Like, a, like a British person who's like mm. wearing the Manchester United jersey, but also the shorts. Uh, frankly, anyone who's into it's soccer a great is term. a wanker. I don't fucking need it. <laughs> it's a great term. Like, Ali, if you ever like, if you ever meet a guy who's like, ah, he's a full kit wanker. Now we know. I mean, I, like Chester won't even wear sports, uh, alf- like a sports outfit, lol. Sports a sport, a sports jersey to the stadium of the team that he's supporting. That's not true. He'll wear a Vikings jersey to a Vikings game. He said that that is a bad move. 
Is it like wearing the band's T-shirt to the band's concert? Yes, like, that's no, exactly not, what he said. That's not true. He I wear, agree, it's not, but that is what he, he has said. done. It like I've so oh, he literally we went to a Mets Mets Twins games. He wore a Twins jersey. Like oh, I don't know if he's sweet. lying or tricking, but like he does do that. When tricking? That's like Mets your kids. Twins I tricked game. you. Um, me, Chester, and Rob uh, went to Minnesota, and a lot of people joined us. <gasps> the, Kelly, the that Twins was right before our bar exam. That oh, was like well. a month before the bar. Yeah. Another thing that uh, a little old lash did not did not come and join me at. Oh, yeah. Akiva, how dare yeah. you suggest that she should be doing anything besides studying? I mean, I didn't say like exam. take a week off. Just no, no, like, no, 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 no. You I mean, it would have been it would have been no. faster for her to drive there Akiva. than what ended up happening. First of all, uh, <laughs> Minneapolis and Ann Arbor are nowhere near each other. I drove from. Bloomington, They're both M states. How far Illinois apart could they be? From to Minneapolis, and it took mm-hmm. two days. Uh, two days. Also, stop it. Stop it. No, I didn't want her to drive. I wanted someone to drive her so she could study in the front seat. That was, like, our plan. (gasps) That's funny that you say that because I made my mom take a bus from Chicago to Ann Arbor and then drive my car and me to Chicago to take the bar exam because I couldn't take the four-hour drive off to stop studying. Yeah, I hear you. Bless mom. Um, Sorry, Allie, I think you were about to say something that I just had to yell at Akiva for suggesting that. No, I agree. I was, yeah, I, I stand by that. I don't love that you called me little old lash, but <laughs> we'll get past it. So old man, big old man, little old Ed, snipes Schmidt's micro-marketing idea. I did love that as a twist because this was sort of, to me, like a little bit of a dead storyline. And then when Ed, uh, you know, cheats him out of the idea and Winston sort of saves the day with the reverse double botch, I, I liked I liked where the, this went. Yeah, I agree. I also liked Winston's role in this, that they kept, you know, I rewatched the episode and I caught on the second viewing that they would drop in little lines like sniffing out clues or like we're yep. going to be on the side of justice, like to, to lead us where we're going to go of him becoming a cop. And I like that he was one that solved the case, like Olsen and Olsen mystery agencies. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, sorry, I really quick. I texted uh, Chester Keeve and said, what's your story with wearing a jersey to a sports game? And he said, my position, I'm an adult man. No, as an adult man, no, I'm not the player's boyfriend. But the exception, I knew this. I knew this. I know Chester better than but you. He's, it's crazy. But he's, no, but he's no, not, no, here's he's the not next part. The truth. Listen. He's not listen. telling the truth. I'm well, on the said, same chat as you. I don't have to listen. I he see He said, the exception is when you're rooting for the visiting team. Then it's important to represent. I have a feeling that he did it because he was with two, He was among Mets fans. I That's what I would say. Let me, I'm going to ask him. The default assumption. jersey. Is if you're twins first met game. Is if you're there at you're rooting and you're rooting for the home team, you need to stand out if you're not. But the best way to do it is to wear a throwback of a okay, I'm done with this. Wait, so now it's like if someone's retired or dead in Kirby Puckett's case, then you can wear their jersey, but not an active player. Okay, know your podcast. He is such a liar. He said if I'm in Minnesota, I'm not wearing a jersey. But we went to Minnesota and he wore a jersey. I'm just telling you. That I know I could beat you in, Ch- in Chester trivia. His I takes, would smoke you. Not facts He's, about his life. Not I, facts about his life. Takes mentioned on podcasts. Okay. You don't listen to I him. I would beat Chester because he's not consistent. This is You'd not beat even true. Ch- You would beat Chester in his I own would, takes. Mm-hmm. Well, as I just said, I wore my throwback Kirby. That is not a rule. So if the guy's retired, like, okay, that's a jersey. Admit that's an absurd take. 
I actually, I agree with that. I can't own the jersey of a current player because every time I get a jersey of that player, they end up um, getting injured or cut or doing something really bad. So the only jersey I'm uh, going to allow anyone, which is to say my dad, to buy for me is a Tony Gonzalez jersey because he's retired. He's in the Hall of Fame as a Chief. Is there any truth that you tried to buy a Jackson Mahomes jersey, Kelly? (laughs) How dare you suggest such a thing? Stop trying to cause drama, Akiva. Is there Where any truth? This? I like the way you said that. Like you're you're uh, Winston now. You're mm-hmm. you're a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I have a question right. about the scene in the bar when please Schmidt get Winston, us out of here. <laughs> Schmidt, Winston, and Cece are all chatting. Um, Cece is being a really good friend to Winston, encouraging him, suggesting he should be a cop, um, and sort of listening to Schmidt's senseless ramblings about Ed. Um, why is Cece, I mean, is this the first time we've actually seen Cece interact with Schmidt since the breakup? I mean, they didn't really This interact. is like their most, like, uh, like their longest, most regular interaction for sure. Yeah, and does it seem like she's being sort of normal? I know she says, like, whatever thing you're trying to say doesn't make any sense, it's too busy, which is sort of, but it's just, like, funny, like, what you'd say to a friend. She's, like, sort of chill with him. Wait, my brain is broken. I'm, like, going back now to the true American thing. No, that was before the wedding. Okay, never mind, never mind. Yes, agreed with what you said. And if I were editing this episode, I would take this out. Yeah, if we were editing the episode, I'd have you take out the thing about soccer because I just re- realized we have international li- listeners and I'm going to mm-hmm. get dragged. We got some full kit wankers out there? <laughs> I know, I'm worried about it. Oops. But d- so did that, that uh, drew your attention as well, Akiva, that CC is just like chill with Schmidt now? I just typed, by the way. I apologize to everyone out there. Um, it, it did. It immediately, I like immediately like looked up like, what the hell's going on here? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we got a voice note from Alex, but I'm not going to play it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> He's got to know. He's got to know could, as a podcaster not to send voice notes during the podcast. I could play. I mean, he, in fairness, he doesn't know where I'm. I know. Podcast. I know. I know. Um, all right, so. You know, is your issue with soccer similar to Jess's issue with basketball? There's no themes and men shouldn't be wearing, I don't know, shin guards? What's the... I just... I, there's There are no fun parts, so that's the part of, of uh, Jess's take on basketball that I agree with. There are no fun parts. I don't like it. Although, I, I'm, I am very curious what you guys think about men wearing tank tops. I think... Well, I will say that basketball, to me, is one of the more, most fun sports because it's yeah. so quick. It's so high-scoring. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, bam, 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 you know, and, like, a whoop, whoop. Like, they, they play a lot of stuff, you know? Famously, They're... those exact things. <laughs> yep. But, like, when you're at a game, there's, like, a lot of... It, baseball's a little... I like baseball, but mm-hmm. it's a little slower. You only get the, like, da 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 like, once in a while. Yeah. Basketball... I went to a couple of Miami Heat games. That's in a, another life. And, like, Pitbull was just, like, there performing. Like, things are always crazy. <laughs> That's my, my take. in my hands right now. Pitbull was just there. He was just hanging out at every moment. He was in the DJ booth, like, wow. Mr. Worldwide. It was great. That's crazy. Men in tank tops. I mean, professional basketball players in tank tops, I'm on board with. I'm Men as a general matter, I think it's a case-by-case. Case. I agree with that, although... I was going to say my best friend, but on the last podcast, the reason I introduced this podcast uh, the way that I did is because last podcast you told me, Akiva, that I had to drop my best friend and that you guys are my best friends now. So my former best friend mm-hmm. and I Thanks spent an hour one time. We've known each other since we were nine years old, We tr- and we're 32 now. So we tried to figure out if I've ever seen his shoulders because he's so opposed <laughs> to wearing tank tops. 
that he and we've never. This is how like love stories start. That we've never. <laughs> the, in, the, in the orthodox world this is how love stories uh, start america see your shoulders wait but is uh, just just to clarify you're like i've never seen your shoulders cut to falling in love mm-hmm. is that what you're saying yeah next next scene is like smash cut to the wedding yeah okay uh i mean ali he's hey, best america, friends with me I so you can shoulders? guess what character trait he possesses that would make him incompatible with me well no he's Bronco's my friend fame. so i would never be interested in him romantically akiva can you guess I know it. Well, he's gay, but I, I, I ding, said Bronco's ding, ding. fan. I was, was going to say he might be more interested in seeing your shoulders, but I don't think that's true. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, whoa, what were we talking about? Um, your friend who you've never seen his shoulders. Mm-hmm. He's not oh, your best friend. Yeah, he just doesn't, he doesn't wear tank tops, so we don't think we've ever seen, I've never seen his shoulders because he will not let me buy. I have like, there's so many cute gay tank tops that I want to buy for him. There's so it. many cute gay tank tops. Uh-huh. Oh my God. That's a real thing. Wow. Our, our gay listenership will support me on this. The gay goggers, the gay, gay girls. The gay girls. The gay girls. Yeah, that's Meet incredible. Us your favorite gay tank top. Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, so Ed swoops in on the presentation, fakes a heart attack because uh, he gets got by the technology, and another sort of anti-Semitic line from from Ed: "You got me this time, Hebrew, but I'll be back." This freaking guy's canceled. <laughs> yeah, I don't get like. I don't get it. I know there are, like, a fair number of anti-Semitic things tossed at Schmidt, probably to even out, like, all the gross things that he says. But, like, why is it so present in this show? This this was the episode where I was most like, did we need to do this? You know, I it, okay, well, this is, this is tough because I feel like I've said this a bunch where I obviously like we laugh about Jewish stuff all the time and like I think it's fun and funny and then like something absolutely horrible and horrific happens in this country or elsewhere and reminds me that um Mm -hmm. anti-semitism is extremely real and am I being part of the problem by like making these jokes so in my vacuum of one person did I laugh when he said uh you got me this time Hebrew I did (laughs) is it maybe contributing to a larger problem do I think new girl's responsible no but like Yeah, maybe we don't need it, and I should be more critical of it. Oh, no, I didn't mean, like, it's promoting anti-Semitism, like, (laughs) at all. I just meant, like, is it funny is more like No, no, well, no, and I just, I know you didn't mean that, but I just meant, like, well, okay, I always think it's funny, but maybe I shouldn't always think it's funny is what I'm saying, and I took it a step further because it's it's a dark world out there for us. It is, yeah. Akiva, did you did you laugh? And I'm not, this is truly with no judgment. I'm not like, you shouldn't laugh at that. You're a bad Jew. Because, like, obviously, I don't get, I don't get mm-hmm. to say that to you, Akiva. But, like, did you think it was funny? Because I might just be wrong. Yeah, I think it's funny. I think it's, like, pretty over the top. Like, you wouldn't have a joke that anti-Semitic about another, like, race or religion, probably. It's not like the, sh- but maybe I'm wrong. It's not, it's not like it's South Park. And they could say ten times worse things, but there's such an equal opportunity offender that it's like, well, like, this episode was about Jews, but the next episode will be, like, about another race. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they have said, I mean, they put some really crappy things about Indian people in Schmidt's mouth. Oh, terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, for sure. And, like, sometimes it's, yeah. And and then, and that a lot of times is, is our protagonist. Is Schmidt saying it, where at least here it's being said to him, so it's, like, not... Like more of it's less of a tacit endorsement of what he's actually saying. 
Yeah. Um, so no, I laughed. Ultimately, yes, it was funny. It okay. is funny. Like, and there are bad people in the world, and like these shows should, you know, like you know, old fashioned old people who say things like that is like a big part of the world still. So that's so true. That and character feel- should be there. They probably just put this in there so we didn't feel bad that they just didn't like him because he was old and bad at technology. Like, they True. had to make him an old Right, racist. you have to, like, root for Schmidt here, whereas yeah. you're not always rooting for Schmidt, like we just said, but here you have to be on Schmidt's side, absolutely. Yeah, totally. All right, well, uh, Winston, w- this episode sort of bait and switches us, where, like, the opening scene is about Winston looking for a job, mm-hmm. and then, as Kelly says, maybe on a second watch or in the background this story unfolds and Winston at the end of the episode realizes that he wants to be a cop. I love the reaction. You've already got high cholesterol and weird, weird people skills and you should retroactively justify that mustache. I mean, so it's a perfect match. It's totally a perfect match. What a great, I mean, I 10 out of 10 to the writer's room for making that, that career move for, for Winston, or at least the idea of this career move because of the high cholesterol, weird people skills and mustache. And apparently his love of training day. And, Keeve, I'm not suggesting that this happens for Winston. Well, actually, first let me ask you this. Do you think this is, like, the first step on a multi-episode arc of him trying out different careers, or do you see this um, cop thing happening? I think the cop thing is going to happen. Why is that? I think maybe we mentioned it in an early episode. But it's po- – I don't know. But maybe it's just, like, maybe it's ringing a bell that's not there. Like, I think it's happening, but it's possible. I, I do think he also bounces – careers around careers during so it's possibly could be a cop for like half a season three and that's it so hypothetically if he does become a cop i do believe that lamorne has has spoken about he may have spoken about playing a cop if he has done that Mm -hmm. uh, in which case we will um, pull that information as it becomes relevant if if it does become relevant (laughs) what i was gonna comment on is that uh in season three episode seven yeah it was the one where um rob was on the when coach comes back they go do you remember they went to the police station drunk and winston had the best line of that episode when he was like did you hear about the two white guys and two black guys who walked into the police station the two white guys walked out so right three five episodes ago that was his take and now he's like maybe i'll be a cop so that's i i wanted to comment on that because i thought that was so funny so maybe that means he won't be. Maybe he'll, uh, we'll see, Keeve. Whatever um, Winston does, I'm in. You know, I always have to come in here and rep the Winston stands because I know there's a lot of Winston hate on this, this podcast. I mean, hate is strong. Hate, hate is strong. I think there's a lot of people who thought, like, he really had no storylines for, like, the first 30 episodes of the show. Yeah, but him. I like weird Winston. Like, I know Allie, I get the, the not my version favorite. to the cat storylines, but I every weird thing Winston does, I love it so much. Look, all I'm going to say... And I haven't told Keith what episode it is, but I will tell you, Kelly. Yes. That the episode with Sweatshirt is one of my least ep- favorite episodes of television of all time. I can see that. We'll see, Keith. That's a great teaser. Coach knocks on the door. He wants to be friends with Jess. Detroit's a city he lived in the longest. And, uh, you know, Jess will be here for him, but not while he, she's stooping her boyfriend. And that is the end of this episode. Ooh, I wanted to go back just for a second for that oh, middle part sure. when um, Jess and Coach go to that that restaurant, the, the or the bar. Ah, uh, yes. 
bar and she's just first of all if I'm coach I'm never like oh yeah let's go talk instead of this or like going to a bar instead of like watching my game on my tv in my room uh, but then when she freaks out and leaves and then Nick comes in wearing the Pistons jersey and coach gives him such a hard time about that I love that I thought that was a really good scene between coach and Nick I did too I also I liked that Instead of freaking out and taking the time it would take to like fight with Jess about the game, he does he dupes her into going to the sport. You want to do this over some food? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did love that. And then he comes in and he's like, "Do you want to know how to be friends with Jess? Just have like cute feelings about animals, and we'll be friends forever." I've never seen a baby pigeon. Exactly. <laughs> love that. I yeah, and so I thought that was a nice move from Nick. And like you said, then he goes back. He's in the Pistons jersey. She's in the Bulls jersey. They both cave. And then he tells her, take the Bulls jersey off and then wait. No, keep it on. So, <laughs> so relatable. So very relatable, Nick. Yes, you're right. That's right. It was great. Um, you've slipped in a detail about your life, Kelly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keeve. Uh, I asked you about the, the police officer storyline. What about Ed? What's the over-under on how many more ep- episodes we see Ed in? I think zero. Okay. Um, who won the episode? Uh, I want to go to the panel first, and then we will go to mm-hmm. uh, the listeners. Let's start with producer Kelly. So I think it's a great episode for Nick and Jess. Their standoff is so funny, and, and they're both trying to relate to each other and to coach. Um, I think they're both very funny, have very funny lines. Nick is, is great when he's like trying to tempt Jess. Um, and then they both cave at the end, so they both win in that way. And Jess has the coach finally wants to be her friend, and she does sort of win in that sense. But I think since Nick is the one who gave her the assist in, in helping coach to, to be her friend, I think I'm giving this, this very close close race to Nick over Jess. Okay, Kiwi, to you. It's really hard. This is one of the harder ones in a while because great week for Schmidt. He wins. That's great it? Great week. Great week for great week for Jess and Nick. They sort of are co-winners. I like Jess pretending to be the the basketball fan though, so I'm giving this to Jess. This is so funny because I thought there was a chance this was going to be unanimous, and it's not. I'm with the listeners here. Patty says Winston turned from goofball into savviest and smartest person in the group this episode, definitely giving him the win. Matt Stewart says it's Winston. He figured out what he wants to do. Save Schmidt is the only one that didn't come out of the episode neutral. Um, so. I, I thought this was a great Winston episode, that he had, like, a real substantive storyline, and I thought he had a lot of funny moments along the way. I like how he resolved something for himself. I'm giving it to Winston. Well, technically, they had Cece give it to him, so she had, like, more than one line. <laughs> True. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, but a lot of winners. We're all the winners here, because we had Kelly, and it was a great episode because of that. Um... I th- yeah, we don't do any of our Michigas here, so well, Kelly's been... Oh, please. I was going to say, I know that you said last time you had maybe an Adira minute, and I'd be happy to stick around for that. I also, if you guys were not tired and busy, which you are, I had a game for us, but we can oh do my that goodness. time. It's, it no, doesn't, no if you've prepped a game, we're doing the game. A- of course we're feeling? doing the game. He you doesn't have an option. Well, we have an Adira minute. Could you play that in the meantime? I didn't know. What do you mean in the meantime? She's, meantime? Are you going to go to the bathroom? No, no, no. No, I'm not getting up off this bed ever again. <laughs> okay, so we can we can do as many of these or as, as few of these as you'd like. 
um, I did a very psychotic thing, which is on brand for me. And I remembered that the two of you have each played the game where you go back into each other's Twitter uh, histories to fill in great, the blank. Great bit by me, yeah. Right? Love that. Uh, well, it was started by Allie. Nice try, though, Keith. <laughs> Um, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I could do something like that for Ali and Akiva, like their intersection? How would I do that? Would I Google or Twitter search both of their names? And I was like, what's the thing that Ali and Akiva have in common? It's this podcast. So I went back and listened to all of the episodes of this podcast. Oh, my, oh my God, gosh. Kelly. And you I, thought, we'll just do this another time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Get the work I put into it. Imagine if we're like, yep, we're out of time. <laughs> You're busy. You have busy lives. Okay, so then I have this list of twenty questions. This we've we've. Uh, this is now twenty questions. Sorry, old game called twenty questions. This is it, and uh, we can just however whoever wants to buzz in first. Some of them will be directed at each of you because it's a question about the other one that the person has said on this podcast. Oh my god. Some of it's just general. Okay, question number one: What food was Ali eating? Wait, really quick, really quick, really yes, quick. Please, Keeve, you want to put steaks on this? Ooh. Um, okay, what are the stakes? If I, I don't win, know, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't want to. You could squeak out a win, but I have to be the heavy, heavy favorite because I listen to every episode right. again, mm-hmm. and Will I generally listen to you. Will you come to Connecticut in the next month if I win? Ooh. But then if I, if you win, I have to like lose tweet kidney. about this podcast every <laughs> what? week for the next. No, no, all right, no. that's, that's the location. States. I mean, are you going to come to the city? So if I win, you come to the city, and you pay for lunch. And if I win, I'll come to Connecticut and I'll pay for lunch. I don't want to make you do that. You don't want to come. And also... This is a bet. It's fun. Come on. I feel pretty good about winning. I feel good about our chances. Okay, fine. Don't throw it, though. Okay. It might might be like a very early lunch because (laughs) based on my hours when I'm working, but all right, fine. Whatever. Kosher eggs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready for producer Kelly's version of 20 questions, team? Let's do it. Okay. What food was Allie eating on the podcast that Akiva did a deep dive into the ingredients on while she went to get it from the lobby? Ooh. I think I know it. Okay. Do I get to answer? You get to yeah, answer. Yeah, say your name. You say your name. Allie. You answer. Yes, Allie. I believe it was a curry puff. That's ding, ding, ding. Curry mm. puff. Okay. Bam. Uh, Akiva, this is a question just for you because Allie knows the answer. What movie did Allie praise on her Twitter that led to her deleting her Twitter uh, at the beginning <laughs> of Twitter history? This. Yeah, I, forget. I I remember the... And you've heard that story so many, many times. times. <laughs> many to Kelly's, like, many times. So many times. From Justin to Kelly. I don't remember. Oh, such a good guess. But no, Allie, would you like to say the answer? Uh, it was Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal. <laughs> okay. Here's a question I don't think either of you will get, but it'll be fun anyway. Uh, the why did the Gardner Minute start on this podcast? Oh my God, I have no idea. It's a good question. That's a very good question. <laughs> Let me think. <sighs> um, Akiva, I'll say that we we discussed if we were Affleck or Damon people, and then somehow it, we it sort of transitioned to Gardner. Incorrect, Allie. It, it did it all connected to Rufalo? 13 going on 30 that I watched for my birthday or something? It's not. Mm, okay. You, so we're do done. You, we both well, lose. Kelly gets the point. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if Oh, we forgot to say if I win, if I stump you, I, you guys have to fly me out from Chicago. No, you have to go to Chicago. No, just kidding. Okay, so Gardner Kelly has is... two points. Two stump. But if you stump Akiva, that's not there. No, I know. That's nothing. Um, 
uh, it started because you wanted to compare how famous someone was on Instagram and Twitter followers, and you were like, t- say the number of followers Jennifer Garner has, and that will give me a scope of how. It was so random, and now that's what you do. It's Garner Minute. It's funny. Okay. Uh, this oh could God, be for both of you. Uh, so be ready. I think you'll both know this one. So be ready to ding in with your name. What one word did Akiva have Allie change her Twitter bio to? Allie. Yes. <laughs> Awuga. That's yeah, right. I was going to get it also. <laughs> okay, bonus point. Then get ready for your bonus point on this. Why? Why was that word Awuga chosen? <laughs> Didn't I say something about, like, the cartoon eyes? Like... You did say that. Didn't we have a bet, though? Didn't we have a bet where, like, we could change the other one's bio if we won, and I won, and I made her change it to Awuga? Yes, but why why Awuga? I understood the question, at least. I think she said it. No, but I know, but I'm trying to, like, dive deeper here. Okay, tell me more. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm not even eligible for this I saw his eyes. I said, like, someone's eyes were like Awuga. Okay. (laughs) What's the answer? The answer is because in the episode CC crashes when CC gets out of the shower, Akiva said the the men were like awuga. Oh, he oh said got it. it. Got or maybe it. you said it, Allie, but no, I don't think I would have said it. I, I think you I'm said a classy it. guy. I wouldn't have said that. That's nonsense. Well, you're okay. not, you're not saying you were like awuga. You were I know, but I don't, I'm not even aware of other people being. You're aware. Other, oh, you're aware. <laughs> I have eyes for one woman, baby, and she won't even return my texts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Akiva, another question just for you. Mm-hmm. Which Peanuts character does Allie connect with on a personal level? Which did um, she say she's like most... He's going to be one? wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying Pigpen? Pigpen. The, the, the obvious obvious... answer. Go ahead, sorry. Is this a bit or is that your final answer, Keeve? No, it's not Pigpen. I'm just being mean. Uh, Linus. No. What? Okay, the obvious answer would be Lucy, but you'd be incorrect. The answer mm-hmm. is... Peppermint Patty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. And you think you're going to beat Chester in trivia? Please. <laughs> beat me in Chester trivia? Come on. I hope okay. someone listens to all 600 episodes of 32 Fans and does this too. Don't okay. challenge Kelly. Uh, Allie, question for you. This was said on the podcast once or twice. What is Akiva's Hebrew name? Is it Yaakov? It is. Well, I mean. Yaakov sorry. what? Oh, get the hell out you of here, Yaakov. Yaakov what? You didn't say that on the podcast, Akiva. Oh, it's Yaakov Akiva, so it's not that hard. Okay. How do you like that, though? How do you like that? It's pretty Look impressive. Who like it. Okay. Just came so, right to me. Here's the thing. This next question has a different answer for each of you, so you have the chance to ding in for your answer and then steal the other person's Ooh. answer if they don't get it. On the on the episode where you discussed sexiest holidays, what did you each say was the sexiest <laughs> oh, no. holiday? Ding. Yes, Allie. Didn't I did I not say Halloween? You did not. Damn okay, it. We're gonna pause you, Akiva. What did you say? <laughs> I probably said it a joke, like Labor Day. Do you want is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. Okay, no. Okay, now, Allie, do you want to choose what you think Akiva said? Can I get a second guess at my own answer? Can okay, I give a second? Can choose. Choose. You can choose. Yeah, you. Can I'm going to second guess Allie's answer. No, no, no. I'm no. going to second guess my own answer. No, the, the, we're not changing the rules now. You could still guess your own. You could go first, Keeve. Okay. Fine. How- I'm going to. My second guess for Allie's answer is New Year's Eve. Incorrect. No. Okay, Allie, go ahead. My second guess for my answer is the Fourth of July. That's right. Ding yes. Oh, <laughs> what is sexy about the Fourth of July? Hot dogs, drinking, barbecues. You there know. you go. 
Jean what? shorts. Okay, here is another one. Wait, what did um, Keith say? What was his answer? Yeah, what was my uh, answer? It was Halloween. <gasps> oh, I went with the basic one? You don't even do Halloween. I know, but I don't know. I guess <laughs> it was probably Halloween time. Probably a lot of people in, I don't so know. So I basically really. got them both, but I don't get the point. Yeah. This he is has zero. This is... Score update. Kelly this... has one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Allie I have has... four. You have four? Oh, yes. You have four. Sorry. It's I, like Ohio wrote... State versus Northwestern. I wrote Yakov instead of Allie for that point. Whoops. <laughs> oh, Yakov gets no points. It's Yafa, not Yakov. Okay. Um, okay. This next one you have to answer for the other person. You cannot answer for yourself. Well, okay. no. No. The second round is just answering for yourself. No second guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I will give you a hint also in the second round. Okay. So I'm okay. looking for Akiva's answer right now, and he is looking for mine in the first instance. That's right. Okay. Okay. Both of you on this podcast have given a take about a visceral reaction <laughs> you have to one food item. So this is so unfair. <laughs> if we just brought this up. Really? Now it could. It, maybe it's not olives, but. No. Oh no no. Oh I, meant, I know I know. You know mine in like. a second. Okay. So, do we Akiva's? Wait, no, Ali, say Akiva's. Oh. Well, do Akiva's first. Let me okay, think. Akiva, for a second. what's Ali's? I don't remember what I. And if, if neither of you are prepared to guess, I can give you a hint. That no, I know. Akiva should know mine. Ali's just from knowing me. Fish. Oh, my God. Is this is hum- humiliating answer? for you. Yeah, I just don't remember. Okay. Uh, so, Allie, do you want to give your guess for Akiva? I vaguely remember Akiva saying this, and it's going to kill me. If I remember what he put in the cup when we were playing What's in the Cup, uh, feel, Feely Cup. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. So, do you want now for me to give the hint that, well, it's a hint that applies to both equally of your clues, and you could you could guess again. I think just tell us the answer. No, 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 no. Let me guess my own. Okay. okay. Do you want me it, to give the hint? No. It was not mayo? It is mayo. It's yeah, always okay. mayo. Keith, that's I like, forgot. you don't even know me. I do. This no, no, no. is crazy. I, I realize, I realize after. It was, I should have done that. I was thinking like more solid foods. I, okay. like, I forgot. This is like, I don't this think is of like, mayo as a food. This is like, it's like a couple a, that gets divorced know. after the newlywed game. Like it's, now yeah. I'm really learning something here. <laughs> okay. So Akiva, do you want the hint? Because Ali declined the hint. Do you want the hint for your own food take? I don't even think I need it. I think it's Bako Bits. Sorry, buddy. She said the hint would apply to both oh, of our foods. Okay, what so is the hint that would apply to Bako Bits? These, these items are both associated with and often put on sandwiches. Is it olives? No, buddy. No. It's is, pickles. Is, you say your mouth waters. Oh, visceral reaction. Oh, but visceral. I love pickles. We but never would have got that. It's a Pavlovian <sighs> She got okay, us. Okay, but we she got us. Got, you tricked us. So like, yeah, pickles, she got Everyone us. knows I like pickles. I should have got the pickles. That it's was a key moment. Look up the definition of visceral, kid. Yeah, don't know, argue but... with the question asker. Okay. She she got us. Okay. That's a point for Kelly. I'm putting that on your pile. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next is one that neither of you is going to get, but it's so funny. Uh <laughs> Which movie did Akiva agree to watch in exchange for Allie watching War Dogs? Oh, I feel like I haven't seen it yet. I feel <sighs> like I haven't not. done my end of the party. I don't remember this. Because you, you saw War Dogs. She did. I watched War, War Dogs with uh, friend of the pod, Mike. Yeah. Is it How to Lose a Guy in 30 Days? Well. That's not even a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did discuss How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, but it was not the trade. Uh, Allie, would you like to wager a guess? Was it Keeping the Faith? It was not. 27 Dresses. 
No. Allie, All right, want what? another one? Nah. The Notebook. Okay. <laughs> the movie was Coyote Ugly. Oh. <laughs> I have to watch that still? Yes, you do. Where is that streaming? That. I got. Uh, why did I say that? It's around. I don't know, man. Okay, next <laughs> question. What This is something you have decided is a thing on an episode of the podcast. Tell me what this is. What is the Goggers 10K? Allie. Yes. That's we go to like restaurants. We go to kosher oh, rest. Yeah. It's a restaurant crawl in New York. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> restaurant it's like Santa Con, but just kosher restaurant. That's right. happening, by the way. If I win this game, which is looking likely, Ooh. we're doing the Gogger 10K. Okay, okay, Akiva, here's a question just for you. Are you ready? Yes, I am. What type? Uh, this this is again, so crazy. You, you have a chance at it, and then I have a hint for you if you want it. What type of dance did Allie do until the eighth grade? Hip hop. What a fool. Do you want the hint? Ballet. Yeah, oh my God. Do, you should have accepted the hint. Do you, What's the hint? I'm already J- lost. So. Jess does it. Jazzercise? No. <laughs> I don't know a lot of types of dance. Uh, tap dance, you nitwit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tap dances. Okay. <laughs> this is, you know what? This is a question for both of you because even though it's historical to Akiva, I'm going to give. I'm going to give you a point for getting your own damn life right if Allie can't get it first. Okay. I love no Kelly. Way. I just can't. Okay. okay. You this is for getting a... your own damn life right. <laughs> this is a quirk that one of Akiva's students had. When he got mad, he would sit on the steps of the school and do or say what? I mean, how could I be allowed to answer this? Like, I, <laughs> I don't know it, so go ahead. You could he get the point. He would spoil movies for the kids walking upstairs. Shout he would like, yell spoilers. movie spoilers. <laughs> All right, Keeve got one point. He's on the board. Keeve's nice. in the game. Okay, Akiva, another question just for you. What is the famous beverage from Allie's law school days that a man would give to her or someone we know when they were having a tough time? <laughs> oh, no. I've heard this story a bunch of times, and I'm forgetting. Ugh. I forgot about this. It is... Um... <laughs> I know... Uh, this is going to bother me. I actually... I'll sit here for two hours before I get it and not let it. Nobody say anything. Okay. Do, I'll, I'm such I'll, a full kit wanker. I'll do. I'll, I'll do the next one that is again about you, but I'm gonna go ahead and. Well, let, should we give him a hint? Should we give him a hint so we? There's can, like there's an adjective before it. Right. It, sort of. Yeah. And Kelly like, has a hint. In it's the not question. like sleepy tea. A man it's like, would give it. A man would give it. It's not to sleepy someone. tea. You're close. I'm, You're not uh, listening to my hint, Keeve. A man would give it? A man would deliver it to, to people. Oh, a man's tea. Nope. Sorry, Akiva. She gave you t- too many hints for this to be. What is it? What is it? <laughs> it's a woman's tea. A woman's tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty close. Tea. I knew it was tea. I knew it was okay. tea. And I texted him and was like, woman's tea is going viral. The people love it. I mentioned it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is, I'm going to go ahead and br- have both of you ding in for this, even though it's technically about Akiva. Uh, what feminist concept did Keeve love to bring up in the beginning of this podcast that he hasn't brought up in many seasons? Oh, no. A feminist concept. A feminist concept. Okay, that would be... Um, Are you digging buzz in, in with your name? Uh, Keevy. Yes. Yaakov. Yes, dear. Um, yes, dear. Oh, jeez. I, I, listen, I'm very tired. I had a very Jesus long Christ. day. Jesus Christ. Did you just ding in just to tell me you're tired? <laughs> <laughs> What it's called? Um, it's called uh, uh, a Bechdel test. 
very good Akiva. Uh, I did Google when two women speak to each other, but I like you have to know what that is even to Google. Sure. It. Okay. Fine. I'll allow it. Next Just because people are gonna hear my typing and they're gonna they're gonna see, know that I cheat. I admit. Cheater. I mean, you're still not gonna win. Okay. No. Next, this is for both of you, even though it's about Allie, because it's unlikely that either of you will remember this, but possible. <laughs> what is the name of the artist that Allie named in a tweet that she had absolutely no memory of? Oh, that's oh ding. Great. Yes, ding. Allie. Oh fuck! It was like um, stop it. It's not his name's not Ian or something. What? No. Oh, um, y'all need to uh, stop digging in to tell me you don't know so, the answer. No, but I just didn't want to keep to get it, and Did I, I know lose this. The points here? It's right, like, oh, ahead, I can't dude. live without, and then it was... Um, no, like, it wasn't that. It what? wasn't Gavin DeGraw, was it? It was something no, like that. It was, not. it was someone like that. It was like some one-hit one. And then I listened to the song after, and it's it, it's, it holds up. It holds up. Okay. Uh, I almost don't want you to answer it. It's going to come to me in two days. I'm no, gonna be so answer happy. it. What is it? Well, no, no, no. It's a, someone with one name, right? It's like a more No, it's band two name. names. It's first, last name. Is it a first, last name, or is it a band? First, last name. Just put us out of our misery, Kelly. Uh, He's not going to So get I'll it. give you a hint. The last name is the title of a religious figure. <laughs> oh, Ron Pope. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is, again, a question about what Akiva has said on the podcast, but I will let either of you buzz in. What ha- is the person that Akiva has said is a celebrity who is not Jewish, who has the most Jewish energy of a guy? Oh, Allie. Yes. Seth Meyers. Good. Yeah, that's easy. Oh, it's it's your opinion. I'm. It's easy that I get your opinion. <laughs> okay. We've, we've dis- I feel like we've discussed that multiple times. One time uh, with on Naomi. Only once. Naomi okay. was the guest. Um, Akiva, I'm gonna let you guess this one first about Allie. Okay. But then Allie, you can buzz in and take it if Akiva guesses wrong once. Mm-hmm. What did Naomi Calhoun say was Allie's brand? Oh God. Ooh. Allie's brand is, I don't know. What's Allie's okay. brand? The hint is that it is either three words or two words with a hyphen it. A badass B. I no, love that it, answer, but no, Allie. Allie. It's like, it's like self-deprecating baker. Ah, uh, close, but no, I'm sorry. It's cross-examining baker. Oh, that's I pretty knew- good. Come on, that's, that's pretty, pretty close good. that I even remembered that. That's pretty good. But sadly, no, because we mentioned cross-examining earlier on this pod. <laughs> and she didn't even have a mixer then. Forget it now. Okay. Uh, Allie, this one is for you first. Uh, but Akiva, you can answer again. I'm not sure even though it's about you if you'll get it. What has Akiva said on this podcast is his favorite food? His favorite food. I don't even know my favorite food. So. <laughs> I, that's why I said what he said on this podcast is his favorite. I can tell you what it's not. It's the spicy thing I ordered today. <laughs> and it's I will not. give you a hint if you want it. Yeah, give me the hint. The hint is that Leslie Nope has also said that uh, Ron Swanson enjoys this item, surprisingly. Oh, right, now I know what it is. Not not because of that. I just I thought of it. Okay. Allie? I, I was, for some reason, thinking like hamburgers or something, but Mm-mm. it's not that. It is not that. Akiba? Artichoke. That's right. Yeah. Good job. You identified your own favorite food. Thank you. Well, I, did you, I also like... I, do you I, stand by that? Is it your favorite? Some days. Some days it's like sushi. Some days it's artichoke. Some days it's like other things. Okay. This next question is for both of you because it involves both of you. I, I met a like kid. I met a kid um, who I like grew up with a little bit, but then he moved away like a zillion years ago. And he remembered me. He's like, I just want to tell you, like, I used to, I went to your house a couple times for Shabbat, and your mom would, like, serve an appetizer of, like, artichokes with this dip, 
and like I made my family do it, and now it's like our family custom for thirty years, and it started with your family. Very cute. So the guy, only, the guy like barely beautiful. remembered me, but he remembered me as like the artichoke guy. And okay. you barely remembered that you're the artichoke guy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, next question for both of you. Be pre- prepared to ding in. What did Allie say she would do for Akiva if he came to her wedding? Allie. Yes. Go to his funeral? No. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like something you would say. Uh, if if I came to your wedding. I think I have a second guess. Um. Yeah, we can, Akiva, if he doesn't get it, I'll give you guys. Get kosher food. She would get me my own kosher I meal. I think that's what I was going to say. Yeah. No. Oh, do you really? want to hint and try again? Or do you yeah, yeah. No, hint, just tell us. No, tell no, us hint and try again. Okay. Keith, you're not having as much fun as I am with this. This is I'm incredible. I'm having a lot of fun. This is but... so fun. So stop rushing it. Go okay, ahead. Fine. This isn't Renap. You don't have to keep it tight or whatever bullshit happens. I, 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 I don't ahead. think that's what Renap this does. This was based on a story that, again, both of you be prepared to ding in. This was based on a story that Akiva told Ali about his own wedding day. Like oh, ding. Yes. Ding. Uh, is it something about getting dressed? Would you do my tie? No, you could. That would be, oh, oh, put my contacts in. Yes, <laughs> she said she put my contacts in at her own wedding. I knew that's it was right. something about that's fun. Dressed. Wow, that is honestly, that's a nice thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> okay. I think I just assumed you wouldn't be coming. Yeah. Okay. Next. I wouldn't know how to get there. My, or there'd be no wedding. This is again for both of you because even though my said it, he has no memory. Do you know I uh, my glasses were so fogged because you have to wear a mask everywhere that when I came back to the hotel, I started pushing a button and it was the fire alarm. <laughs> it didn't Keeps. go off, but it was pushing the fire alarm. Well, that doesn't bode well for your hotel's uh, practices. But someone told me the spray, the glasses defogger, really works well. Hmm. Really? I need to try. Yeah. That. Okay, everyone ready for the next one? Yes. yes. It's almost done, guys. No, I'm loving this. Time. I never want this to end. <laughs> what category of podcast did Akiva ask Allie to change oh, NGOG this is ri- to? This is a ridiculous question. Allie. We both know this. Allie. Ding. Allie. Yes. It was like, it was like j- Jewish culture, religion. Yeah, Judaism. Well, you dummy, don't say that's a stupid question. Ding in with your name and you could get an answer right. But we both get... knew what I'm saying. That, that, that may this have been too easy. This is the first one you... Oh, gee, I'm sorry for giving you one that you could possibly get. Akiva, All right. right. Akiva, you're saying Akiva gets the point. I don't get credit for no. what I said. Okay, fine. No, I'm, no, Ali, I'm saying you you get it because you said She's saying Ali. I should have buzzed in. Oh, yes, okay. Obviously. Instead, I'm criticizing the person who very <laughs> Yeah, Akiva, good Lord. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Basically, my answer is if I know it, it's too easy. <laughs> yeah, which the, the score shows that that's not many times. So. Right. <laughs> Let's not. All right, next. Oh, also a take that I had earlier today when I was thinking about this podcast is that Akiva is the Matt Stafford of podcasting. Like, he has such a high floor, but he has such a low ceiling. Oh, my God. What the hell is this? Yes. I'm just saying, when you... That's not Matt Stafford, first of all. Yes, it is. He has a low floor. Yes. So I have a low ceiling. You mean it's never great, no, but it's usually good. No, the, the ceiling is as high as you can go, and the floor is as low as you can go. You have a high ceiling. So, you, you can, uh, you so can a high ceiling amazing. and a low floor, you're saying? Yeah. It's funny okay, because Glory89 gave us a five-star review this week. Thank you to Glory89. And the comment is, five stars, but Akiva, this most recent episode, was so not paying attention, and that was frustrating. I know. Akiva, I think you're wonderful, and I don't say that about many men, if any at all. She really doesn't. You just also like, vouch. Yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. try just a little bit harder, and don't tell <laughs> me my questions suck. No, the questions are great. I just, I'm struggling here with okay. getting them right. We're all this <laughs> is a very fun segment. Yeah, I agree. Poor okay. Kiwi. Next. Which Mass Jewish holiday prop did Ali suggest making for merch? 
Allie! Yes. Gaga Groggers! Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we really should do that. Where's Kyle Picard on that? Okay. Can you ask a non-Jewish person to source Oh, yeah, groggers? imagine a non-Jewish person, like, having to Google a Grogger, like, how it works. <laughs> okay, sorry, Kelly. Okay, I have two more questions. It turns out it was 23, not 20, so yay. Thank okay, God. I was, I've been so afraid this is going to end. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I'm at 22, so we're, we're hailing the great Michael Jordan with 23 questions, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie, I'm going to Not Tom ask Thibodeau. You, I'm going to ask you this first because it's a question about Akiva, and then Akiva, if she doesn't get it right, you could buzz in, okay? Uh, what element was Akiva signed to research as a class project? Oh, I, it definitely was like gold. It was not Akiva. Uh, it was a very honestly, it's a great guess. It was silver. I knew it was some some money. But then, what was then. Menachem Zomber assigned? Platinum. No, Xenon Zomber. Xenon Zomber. Kelly knew it. Kelly of course, knew it. I have listened to this entire podcast. It's what I call post production when I listen to the pod three times so that I can give notes for the future like it's for example akiva being the matt stafford of podcasting i'm a genius i feel like not enough people acknowledge this i'm a podcast genius you are i'm dying it's what i call post-production <laughs> this is any, any tv show laughing. i like i'm gonna drop that with my wife like i'm doing post-production now i'm you know writing up theories on it this is my favorite thing is the listener just got to hear what i do live which is ali repeats a joke that i make and i laugh hysterically because she does it so much better <laughs> Like it just delights me. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no. last oh one. This is a. This has two answers, so um, both of you can buzz in. Again, Akiva, to buzz mm-hmm. in, you don't say that's stupid. You say your name, okay? Just check. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got last it. time that Akiva came to this part of the world, mm-hmm. he was dying to get more exciting pizza toppings, and he got two slices no. of pizza. What What were the two? Oh, slices I don't remember. Oh God. I'm gonna I'm gonna say one of them. Okay. So I know no, Allie. 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 Very good. Yes. Was broccoli involved? Yep. Broccoli was one of them. Okay. Yes. Akiva, would you like to? Was the other one onion rings? No. No, that would have been exciting. It was they something. Had, that store mushroom. Has mushroom. Rings, Allie, was it mushroom? Nope. Spinach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That store Allie has mushroom, broccoli, spinach, one. and. They have French fries too, but the, the potatoes. You were in an uh, you were in an automatic lose situation, and if this were Good Mythical Morning, I would have made it interesting and said, if you get both of these, uh, like you'll automatically win. But I wanted to win this, so I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He had she so badly seconds didn't want to come to win, to and he couldn't pull it out because he true. is not the Patrick Mahomes of podcasting. That would be a that would be Allie. Comes <laughs> in and brings it hard every day, except for sometimes when it's just like a random fluke, and you're like, "Is she broken? fine?" But you're like in that. <laughs> but then like you're so Brittany many times then. I am. Broken. I'm the Josh McCown. It's like, what is this person even doing here, and how are they getting a, a head coach interview? Like they're not even real. I've thought a lot about this, guys. And by oh that, my god, I mean, wait! I thought about it an hour before the pod. Please deliver my final score. Trounce and Keeve, earning myself a free lunch in my hometown. Oh, my One, God. Two, well, we're not going to three, Jersey. Four, five, well, I live here now. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven points for Allie. Wow. And one, two, three, four, five, six points for Keeve. That sounds like way too many. I don't remember scoring more than two. But well, I she gave it. you, started giving you questions about That's yourself. True. That's true. <laughs> and then I got most of them wrong. Okay, Keep if you team. wanted to go to my hometown, I know a delightful kosher deli we could go to. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, listen. I don't deli have a, King and Clark, shout I don't out. Have a lot of time after, so. 
Well, you lost a bet, so you're going to welch on the bet? You're going to no, become I'm not a, welching on the bet. I'm just saying. Kit, I, full I kit, full wanker? <laughs> not going to be full kit wanker. No. I just don't know if I have enough time to get all the way to Jersey. The city sounds realistic. All right. Kelly, yes. you're the best. Thank you. We don't you deserve you. You guys are truly the best. I Kelly, you're the, uh, I'm not going to say it. Oh, no. You're the Travis okay. Kelsey of podcasting, because there's nobody else who could, who's as good as you at your position, the producer. That's- of a fake producer podcast that is <laughs> genuinely the sweetest thing that anyone's ever said to me and I don't care if you mean it or not thank you Travis she's the Travis Kelsey alley I don't know why you think do you're you have a, a brother producer. who's like likes to give crazy like WWE speeches frankly yes okay good yeah Blake's Blake's a weirdo my brother's strange and delightful and there's no way he made it this far into the podcast so I can say whatever the heck I want Howie <laughs> um, Roseman a... was on the other side of the room that also sounds like your impression of me, so that was confusing. Um, while we're just here shooting the shit, I know we're about to wrap up, but mm-hmm. last thing, while, while we're on air, and Ali, you can certainly cut this, even though you said you're making no cuts. I'm not if cutting I, it. If I have one request as a producer, my only mm. request would be, I mean, Akiva, you already know, pay more attention. I think Pay more get, attention to the podcast. We might, I might get you a jar. I honestly think I might start getting a jar. Uh, for you for when you're zoning out but uh, that's not my request my request is possibly ali would you consider going back to the convention of season three episode 12 naming rather than episode 50 or 52 or whatever just i'm asking so that's interesting i when you said that was a discussion early on right and i wasn't sure what to do you asked Latanya on her episode at the beginning of season two. I can't believe you listened to all of these. I listened yet. to all of them. There's something deeply wrong with me. And she she voted with you. I think all of you agreed. And uh, after re-listening to all of it and having to access all these things, I think it's it's too complicated. I want to be able to access the episodes of the TV show I want, not the episode of NGOG. I agree. Here's the thought. Yes. I was thinking of this recently because I actually went back. I don't know if you know. I had misnumbered one of the ones in season two. And so I went back and did a mm. check and corrected an error because it does get confusing. Um, the issue is there are very few, but there will be a couple where it's like parts one and two. Like we're going to do all three of sisters together. Oh, no, really? Uh, oh, that's, it, those are such meaty episodes. I love those. We're trying to get through this, you know? All right, all right, all right. But I guess for Fancy Man, I counted it as two, which kind of runs counter to what we're talking about. Yeah, like, you said season one, episode, what, 17, 18, uh, or whatever it was. Just consider it. That's all I'm asking, consideration. Yeah, it's worth thinking about, because I think the the good thing is it's, like, an easy way to track how many we've done of NGOG, but that doesn't even matter, because I haven't. I've done episode 17, 18 here, so that's something to think about. Keith, Keith you think about that, okay? I like the. I actually like the title of the episode. And then maybe the number of this podcast. Like 62, and then it's basketball. So, so Akiva has no idea what it, <laughs> that it already is. is that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. No, no, oh. I 100% know that it is. And oh. I like. I think that it, switching it doesn't make any sense. But then but, you think, yeah. what do I do? For First of all, I don't count the jars. And I don't count like when I have to do a five-minute podcast because you haven't been able to join. Mm-hmm. So should that... That's not counted, and I have Fancy Man incorrectly, I think. If we're counting the number of podcast episodes we've done, just about New Girl, we would actually be on 59. We'd be on, this would be our 60th episode, not 61. Mm, that's tough. So what do you think about that? But then that doesn't course, so that would be the episode of NGOG with the name. 
I, I think they're all fine, but I like the current way the best. But Akiva, the thing with you is that your your whole bit is you're the old guy, but you're you're new to the show. And I think for, for fans of the show, there are people that are going to want to go back and be like, oh, I love this episode of New Girl. I would love to hear the pot on this. But they're not going to recognize the title. They're going to know season three, episode, whatever. I don't know if that's true. I well, think see, I disagree. I never know what season or episode, yeah. so I'd have to Google it regardless. I think we're too inside baseball to Probably. think like that. I think that's not how people think. I think that the title of the episode... <laughs> Because it's even better sometimes because sometimes, like, the show will mess up. Not this show, but, like, sitcoms will, like, film out of order or whatever, and it'll it'll be wrong. So I actually okay. think that the number's better. Akiva, can we bring back an old thing? Well, Ali, if you approve this, that he could do a Twitter poll. This could be part of his new thing is bringing back the Twitter poll for this. I think let's say – I'm fine to do a Twitter poll, but I think it's, like, no one will care. Okay. I think Akiva, only three of why us. Why don't you have a little fun once in a while? You're I'm having a, a lot of fun mind. this episode. I just, I just think that – it, that's it's hard to, to explain about. in a Twitter poll. Also. Well, you work on that. You workshop that. I'll think about it. It's an interesting thing. It's it's. I, I don't agree with Akiva that it doesn't make sense the other way. And I remember struggling with it when we started the podcast. Well, no, I think I, I, think I understand the case, but I, I probably like our way the best. All right. At the two-hour mark. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is this the longest step? <laughs> Yeah, I know. This is this is my fault, guys. I just I was really excited about the game, but no, I, it was a great game. It was an know, incredible game. I I love you guys almost as much as I love my large adult son, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> That's not true, because I love nothing even close to as much as I love him. But thank you for letting <laughs> me be on here, um, Allie. Do do you do plugs now? Is that what you were doing? Yeah. Well, where could people find you, Kelly? Oh boy. Well, if you want to see a whole lot of tweets about the Kansas City Chiefs in this podcast, you can find me at Kelly by Coffee on Twitter. Kiwi, what you up to? Um, hopefully, we did a, we did a fun um, post mortem of the you know one of the great football weekends of the year on Thirty Two Fans. Uh, we had a bonus episode that I did with Rob that wasn't a real renap where we did a um, season three episode seven. No, no, not season three episode seven. We watched How I Met Your Father with the great Jason Reed because um, we had once watched How I Met Your Dad and um, Ali. You liked How I Met Your Mother, right? I've watched the first two episodes of How I Met Your Father. And what do you think? I like it. I, I'm a big Hillary Duff fan. Cause I'm Would a big you continue fan. watching it though? You think? Yeah, of like, course. You're but I have no standards. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I don't okay. think it's gonna go. I like that they've, in my opinion, and who knows if this continues, but it seems like they've set it up to narrow the scope. That, yeah, like, I agree. You know, it's... no. Let me ask you right now. Prediction time. Season two? Yes or no? Does it get a season two? Yes. You th- are people talking about it online? I mean, I follow Hillary Duff, so I see a lot okay, of that. Okay, she's talking about it. That's that's good. Sometimes I like see people, I'll like listen to a podcast or a show, and like they haven't tweeted once about this. They must not care about this project. Anyway, uh, we got that, and we got uh, NGOG rolling. We're not missing an episode. And uh, can we can we look at the at the future for a second, Allie? Quee? Yeah. Could we? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a compound word that you make into quee. <laughs> Next week, I think is guestless, probably right. Yep. I don't remember the name. I think it's birthday, actually. I'll guess what that is in a yeah, second. Yeah, because you watched the episode according to my Netflix account. No, I'm, I'm on I'm on second zero 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 of, of the episode <laughs> of birth, uh, birthday right now. I believe that somehow the universe has aligned that the Super Bowl episode of NGOG oh, wow. of NG will happen during basically the Super Bowl this year. Isn't that cool? <gasps> That's right. That is interesting. We'll see mm-hmm. if Kiwi's schedule permits that we get through to that. I mean, I, I, honestly, I was thinking about like missing a week, but now I can't. I feel like that's too much kismet. I can't. I can't skip it. 
All right, we'll see what happens. But, Keeve, you mentioned it, so why don't you take a guess at the episode, season three, episode 13, birthday, and then Kelly no will idea. take us out. I'm going to guess it's Jess's birthday, and they, the gang tries to throw her a birthday, but it doesn't seem right now that I say it. Okay, but, Allie, before I take us out, I want to hear your plugs. I want to hear all about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing nothing, baby. The challenge is over. I'm just doing this. Uh, Brian Cohen's kicking around, maybe doing a Vanderpump Rules one-off podcast. Uh, that would be see. fun. If he gets me on for that. Uh, but that's it. You can follow me at Last Tweets. And Brian I'll, Cohen on Grace's podcast this week. Uh, yeah. Check out all the new podcasts launching at RAP. A lot RHAP. of good stuff right now. Sports sports podcast with that Grace, needs a name. Grace Leader. That needs a name. But uh, yes. Pod Friends. Pod Friends. Uh, with, with Mari this week, with Matt Scott. Mm-hmm. And um, this is not an RJP podcast, but a lot of good stuff launching. The Taron Show is back. Jacob Jones. Mm-hmm. So a lot to listen to. Nothing I'm doing, though. And I mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> okay. Then Summer Ali House. and Kiva have told us all about what they're doing. We've reflected on what they've done for the last two plus seasons. And I think a good time was had by all. So thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, tune in next week for another classic Ali and Akiva mess around. And remember to drink lots of water. Bye, guys. See you all. I want to you. Ali and Akiva. Gonna talk a TV show. And maybe Jenny Garner. So. Don't go any farther now Akiva and Ali All the way to the finale His face is his job She's the captain of NGOG 